yourself. All you want to do is take chains on. That fucking... Did you play that last night? Yes, or, yeah, that should have been in my... I, I went to sleep singing that last night. Oh, man. Bro, that was a moment, man. Before you start. That was like the... Uh, George Bush don't get it in my black people. Black people. All right. You good, Lex? Yeah, Camera A, camera B, rolling. <laughs> that, was, that was too comfortable, man. That was too comfortable. Oh, man, it's the Meet the Brave podcast. I am Monty Draper. I is LG. Lex B-U-B. Let's go. We got it down packed. Uh, back for another episode. We're happy to be here. This is episode 106, if I'm not mistaken. Damn, now everybody wants to call when we're doing a show. Holla. Oh, I can't even hear you. Don't say anything crazy on the pod. Yo, so episode 106, this is the type of shit that happens. Like, people don't know you record a show every day at the same time every week or at the same time every week. They still call. It's okay, though. (laughs) Fellas, how y'all feeling? Yeah, man. I don't even. Lovely? Lovely. You said that when you walked in, you're like, yo, I feel good today. Yeah, I do. (laughs) God damn. No, no, I don't do. No, we don't do a show every week at the same time. No, that's not what happens. What's up, G? Let me hit you after this. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> um, you walked in and said lovely. We kind of took advantage of L. Uh, pause. Not for real, but for real. This nigga walked in last night and just got handed uh, something to drink. And was like, all right. But it's like niggas was past that point of like aggression and like respecting niggas like tolerance. Ain't nobody been fucking drinking. We've been in the house. At all. So yeah, I felt the hurt coming on and just was like, let me let me do damage control. So a lot of water. I didn't need any uh no uh no meds, just just water. Okay. I was able to fight it. Okay. Good night's rest and then woke up charged this morning. I made a whole I made dinner before y'all got here. Dinner's ready, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's eleven o'clock. Dinner's done. I just wanna point that out. Um, I prepping dinner in the morning is funny as hell, bro. Hey, I cleaned I cleaned up, cleaned the bathroom. Did laundry. Oh, you was on one, on one. Oh, no, I was on one, G. Yeah. On one. Um, fellas, talk to me. What's going on, man? Turn up. Y'all, y'all look, y'all look, y'all look here. We here. What we doing? I'm all the way here. <laughs> I woke up singing Drake this morning. I was like, feel away, feel away, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the fact that that's the song that you were singing. <laughs> trying to, I don't even know why that song been in my head. I'm talking about. Eyes open and that's why I was like my soundtrack for yeah. the morning. Yeah, no, that's real. That's sick. Yeah, I, let, I made the mistake of letting these niggas. We had a round robin to like play your songs, and so it went from like niggas trying to like impress the crew and play some turned up shit to like, nah, I want to impress the crew and play some some shit that make you uh, call your ex boo tonight. <laughs> Jesus Christ, take yeah. the remote from these niggas, yeah, man. Just wherever your mindset was at <laughs> that time, you found out about it. So. Oh man! To, to last night, man. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm trying to get it together this morning. I'm just a little delayed, but I'll get here. I'll get here. 
What so what you what you did after you left here? You you didn't go right home, huh? No, I went right home. Niggas always say they went right home. Hey, the camera on. I went right home. <laughs> the hey, is it? What camera is it? What camera is it? I went right home. <laughs> went right oh home. man, um, a couple of housekeeping things. I want to thank uh, everybody who's been tuning in to the YouTube page. Thank y'all so much. You can find the Meet the Brave uh, full episodes there, full episodes of the podcast there. But you can also find the clips, and that is one hundred percent thanks to our partner and 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 a new addition to the show, Lex. I will say, Lex, um, you be that I that I've been getting like direct hits about what a what a what an addition you've been to the episodes, and I was like, man, let me tell him that because I think he think I just be gassing him when I say it, but. I've had several people reach out and be like, nah, Lex on the show is 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 dope. So thank you not only for, you know, the contribution video wise and how hard you work on the backside to edit and all that shit, but also holding it down on the mic too, bro. So thank you and welcome. How give us a oh, and, for, and for going through the layover, man. Oh, here he go. Why you had to bring that up? <laughs> Why you had to bring that up? Because you can't tell that part of the story. Without telling the, the whole layover. thing. Yeah, that's for a layover, man. My, my man, my man went through the layover. My name was hired. Then he was like, oh, we're gonna we gonna call you. Uh then it was like, man, we gotta go back to work. <laughs> man, that's cold when you gotta call your job. Like, uh, I, I just seen, you know, ain't no videos being posted to uh, what's going on. <laughs> Is it cool? Can I can I just slide through with the camera one time? Man. Yeah, but you guys sound good, but uh how y'all look? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Just send send money texts or just a camera emoji. That's it. And then the dude shrugging like this, like, uh. Nah, just 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 old clips. <laughs> just <laughs> just send him a clip. Remember like, that time? Remember these days? Reminisce over some times, you know what I mean? Like, ah, uh, look at that angle. Nah. Wouldn't would you like to have that? Y'all not going to do me like that, man. I told y'all. I was going through some things, man. But we here. We rocking. It's been great. Ronnie, but that's not the funny story, man. It's, uh, fun, we, it's oh, funny our okay. version, man. Y'all, ver- y'all version do be Folks funny. don't care about the truth. But see, y'all y'all versions would be funny, and it'd always be at my expense. Though. That's that's the <laughs> fucked up part. Like, last night, niggas was laughing hysterically, but it was always at my expense. And you know who's the worst at it? Uh, my mom. Uh it's bad, like your niggas doing it to you, Pauls, is is like bad enough, but your mother always making the joke at your expense is mm-hmm. horrific, bro. Like, and she thinks she's so funny. So funny. It always comes down to the reaction, though. Like, whoever has the best that's reaction what, is, gonna, my, is gonna be the one that's is gonna it catch me? it. So it's my reaction? It's gotta be the reaction, man. Okay. I got like, it. Like, if you give the people, if you if you give the person what they're actually looking for, they're gonna keep coming. Then hell yeah, let's let's write this shit up. Oh, that's why you guys make fun of me. Why you th- Why you think money mode was a thing for so long? Because I would always go into bro, it, and y'all would, making fun of money mode would instantly put me in money bro, mode. Too. Money was not playing with that shit either. <laughs> you, bro, like, you care to explain what money mode was? All right, so for people that don't know, Jesus money mode Christ. is basically um, like a. It's like a. Sabbatical. It's like a. a, <laughs> called a sabbatical. It's, it's, it's a silent retreat that you do in the middle of being around everybody else. Like it's something where you go off, Damn. like you go off to a whole nother location, but you're still in the middle of everything. You just stop responding, and you just become hella quiet and focused in on something. And we still talk to you. We still crack these jokes, but you are not present anymore. <laughs> you're gone. And then, but you, but it's not like you do this for a few minutes, for an hour. No, bro. This will last a weekend. 
It'll last a week, and then we just have to come it's back. It's never and, lasted, bro. A week. No, because we don't, we wouldn't know because I would have to go back home, and then when I come back, then we'll be fresh and good again or whatever. But <laughs> Mighty Mo was right around the corner again, so like it's like it's just a matter of just like where. I just know where I left off, and when I left off, Mighty was in Mighty Mo. So the unfortunate part is because there there's no lies there. The unfortunate part though is that whenever they talk about Mighty Mo, they always leave out how I got there. <laughs> like I'm just this psycho like I'm just this and it don't help that I'm a Gemini so it's like oh here you go that Gemini shit again like no 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 well, we might have did some things some things G it's possible so just just full disclosure how, how money mode would work hey money let's go fuck it's, 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 it's popping downtown like let's go out tonight no nope don't wanna go I know how this is gonna go Oh no, man! It's gonna be different this time, man. We ain't gonna leave you this time. Oh, what? All right, so we're all right, not so. we're not gonna leave you this time. <laughs> all right, no. And I'm still like, guys, it's it's not even personal. Like I know y'all don't be intending to leave me, but y'all end up leaving me somewhere. It's good. I'm I'm just not gonna go. I'm not. I don't want to be in money mode. I don't want y'all to think. Nah. So let's just y'all go have a good time. I'm gonna stay here. Nah, money. See, you gotta come, man. We come do, fuck we around. Do, we did used to gas it. Like, like extra, extra, like, come on. Nah, I'm going to just kick it. Like, I, I I can foresee how this night is going to go. So let me stay. L would eventually like, all right, man, leave my nigga alone. He not going. His, he had a, he had a partner in crime. He has a partner in crime, Lodge, that never lets up. For whatever reason, me being there is just going to make sure that Lodge can get, like, he can just, they can just keep poking at me. All right, bet. Poe somehow falls into that, falls right in alignment with y'all and goes, all right, Monty's here. Let's fuck with Monty now. <laughs> so now all three of them are like, nah, you got to go. You got to go. All right, you know what? Maybe this time will be different. I guess my better judgment. I still, I know better, though. Get in the car. This one particular time, though. Get in the car. We can't get in. I can't get in. No biggie, no harm, no foul. They they take a pot in there. No, no, Monty, you can't get in. Oh my God. What what happened was is oh. that Monty can get into this place, but Monty has a really good heart. So <laughs> we used to have That's not what happened. We but it's better this way. This is a better story. So Monty has a really big heart and there was this there was this dude that used to go out with us and he probably went out at so we would have certain individuals because it'll usually always be me and my partner. But we will have other inserts. So, like, insert such and such. Insert such and such. The reason why they're inserts is because they wouldn't last very long. Like, they couldn't make it through the full uh, terrain of, like, the, the, the own ones that we'll, that we'll be on. So Lige and, this is Lige and L's night. They'll go from Shaq to San Jose. Making stops in between. And then go say, oh, you couldn't last. Excuse me. I signed up for one stop, nigga. You just made seven. And and covered the whole north north northern part of California. So what he's talking about is structure. We we, we ain't got that. We ain't got that. We, what, ba- we bounce around. See what he's talking about is structure. <laughs> Nigga, bounce. this is not the last dance documentary. <laughs> we, we, we bounce around. So things you know, just random things pop up, and then it bring it grabs our attention. So therefore, we can't miss it. Like it's just this is before FOMO. Like we gotta go to it. So we would have a partner. So this, so this partner, he he was only with us for two outings. The first outing, he thought he learned his lesson. And no, he he thought he he thought it was just an anomaly. Like, oh, this wasn't you know, there's 
no way that that's how that will go or whatever. Bullshit. So this time, this was a second night out, and he decided he against his better judgment went to us again, and was at this place. He got messed up before we even got to inside of the club. So when he walked in, he automatically felt sick. So he walked back out, and then he went to the car. Money was money went back to the car. And he was pat the the dude was passed out, so he had to get back in the car, lay down. Money with with the big heart had to watch the friend that we brought to the situation. It's, it's not as All right, but it's better this way. And so, so what happened? So we we in the party, we we, we clubbing or whatever, we good. So we come out after the fact, and all we see is a murder scene. We just see. A, a guy hanging out of the back of the car with thro- with the throw up trajectory all the way down the uh, side of the car and him just hanging out in money just money in money mode looking at us like nigga never again and we look at him like damn that's crazy because you could have been in the club with us at least to know that he would have been doing this outside of the car like he wouldn't even be able to make it back to the car <laughs> their logic is sick <laughs> Bro, like, hey, because he, because he's not wrong. You got to get out there and figure it out, like, and, bro, like nobody, like I'm, I'm not out here to babysit grown adults. And, like, this ain't happening. In theory, he is not wrong, and that's why it's, that's why it's so infuriating. Because he's like, nigga, that nigga's grown. <laughs> I, I'm not babysitting him. He got this faded. He can take care of himself. He can sit outside on the curb for all we know. But we're not missing this. And if this he can't the, take care of himself, he, if he can't take care of himself, he will figure it out. Like he'll figure out that oh shit I should never get that faded again because he's last not. time I ended up getting that faded and I ended up in somebody's jail cell or yeah. I ended up in somebody's trunk you know just the the wild range of spectrum that that can happen but nigga you learn nigga you won't do it again he's not wrong I'll just say that he's not wrong I that's that, that, so that's was, one, that was just one so that's one story <laughs> the other story one. is we're having a great night and. uh we start driving around. We, we we hit a couple spots, and then on the way back, I fall asleep in the truck mm. in the summer. Not about that. In sack. So the night was fine. It was that when the sun hit at like six fifty five, nigga, I was sweating in places I didn't know I could sweat, and I was sleep in in the car. So it was mm. that weird sleep. It sucks. And I was like, oh 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 oh, but they left me in the truck, took the keys, the alarm is on. In the middle of the complex. <laughs> and so I'm like, and you know that morning pee where you got to pee for real? I go, damn. And I go, it's 6.55 in the middle of an apartment complex. They just going to have to be mad because I got to pee at this point. Man, that was the most. It's It'd be shit like that. In hindsight, it's like, nigga, they just going to have to be mad at this alarm. But it was a real like debate. Like, man, am I really trapped in this truck? Like, for real? Like, is the alarm? How long is the alarm going to go off? Like. Trying to do the math on it. And, and you remember when you set the alarm off? Like, it go off eventually. But sometimes it feel longer. This was the day that it felt like it lasted the longest. And it felt like it did. Instead of doing one cycle. That nigga, that shit did at least nah, three. I used that to have that top, top of the line <laughs> alarm, bro. That nigga, that nigga, the whole complex out the wake up for that. But uh, at least, uh, just just for full disclosure on my side, I did ask Money, was he okay? And was he going in? And then I said, I bet. So I'm gonna lock the gate. I'm gonna lock the door. Gee, you know, but you did though. I, I'm almost certain you probably did ask me. You know, good and well, I couldn't. I wasn't. I was incoherent. You know, good and well. But I had to do my part. 
That was your part. That was my part. Hey, you good? <laughs> no, no, no. I got one more. I got one more. So his redeeming qualities are why. So people go, why you keep going if this is what's going to happen to you? So Ella have them nights like that where he leave you in the car, and then he'll have an epic big cousin night where. Yeah, so it wasn't always trash. Like it was like. Wow, that shit. So we get to get Which to those. Don't even trash. Like it was just the decision that was being made. Like it was never. It wasn't a click. I'm 18. I just turned 18. Yeah. I fly to Spokane. He's he's barely 20 at this point. Oh yeah, I got my name, bro. I got you. So the, it's like, yo, we going to downtown. It's like, bro, I can't get in. You can't even get in. He's like, fuck you, man, can't get in. Not only does L get into the bar that's packed, mind you, this thing it walks into the bar, goes behind the bar, and is like, yo, what y'all drinking? And start. Am I making this up? Nah, I was, okay. in, I was in there making uh, Long Island iced teas, and, <laughs> and this how you know. This how you he- know you're young and dumb. Because <laughs> Long Islands are disgusting. Why were we drinking Long Island iced teas, bro? Because they get you there fast. So I'm there fast. I don't. I don't remember how bad they were. I'm a. I'm just to, just to make the story tight. I'm gonna be like, ah, oh, they were bad. Probably not though. But I'm. A, I, in, my, in my mind, they were. No, but downtown used to be jumping, so you wouldn't even think about how bad the alcohol is if the surrounding parties was just, like, great. So, like, it'd be, like, hella hella women, just hella good, just a good time. No, we're having a fucking blast. Music is right. At some point, I start seeing double. I'm not going to make it. So, I know my limits. I need to find some air, and I need to find somewhere that's out the way to go just, like, collect my thoughts until it's time to go. <laughs> but... If they leave, I can find my way. It's all good, fellas. Y'all have a good night. That's that's how we operate. So I, I know that. So I find the I find the the tuck most tucked booth on the patio where ain't nobody at, and I just put my head down. I'm like, nigga, hold on, you ain't gonna make it, nigga. Before I knew it. I was like, so I tell you, pick it up because because <laughs> I so I walk outside because I'm like, bro, I see money in a minute because I just been over here just like you know Making bartender drinks. bartender of the year, bro, just like pop 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 pop. Other bartenders taking breaks and shit, pop pop pop, just filling up the bar or whatever, right? So I come outside, I'm like, nigga, where the fuck money go? I'm still looking around, bro. I can't see this nigga nowhere. And money money big, bro. So I'm like, where the fuck is money at? <laughs> and then I look over to the side, I'm like. All I see is a trail of just a puddle of throw up. That's all I see. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I look in the look at the corner and then Monty is just like dug down on the on the table, uh, just with a trail of throw up down there. And I'm like, one of those. Oh no. One I was like, those. I was like, nah, my nigga ain't about to go out like this. So I'm like, bam. So I go, I go sit down on my I'm like, Money, you good? It's like, all right, so give me one second. So I went and grabbed some water, get his name some water. Uh and then good, me, good, me, good redeeming quality. Yeah, right? then, then, me, then me and Money, like we gradually, I, I picked up Money. We go over to, we go over to the the next booth over, two booths over. Sat down, got his mind hold on, right. Hold on, there's a reason he's doing all this though. He, of course, he's checking on me to make sure I'm okay. But now you go, now you pick it back up to explain why you're taking care of me so well. Because okay, so it it was it was some chicks that was interested in finding try, trying to figure out like who Monty was, and also you know I I, I messed with her, so, 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 so it was like I he I, had one, she had a friend, and he's like, oh my cousin's here, I can put this together, 
goes to find his cousin. I'm over in the corner dying. So now he's like, oh, fuck. I got to put this together. I got to bring it back to life. Clear. (laughs) Clear. Bro, but did that not work? No, it didn't work. Bro, they can't. So, all right, so, so. Okay. So, so luckily on the patio, there is nobody out on the patio at this point. Like, everybody's on the inside because this is at the very beginning where everybody's still just getting trash. So, nobody's went out to the patio just yet. So, we, uh. Ace, Ace and Coco, we're doing the podcast. So we wanted to know why didn't you have us call in and say something? Mm. You gonna say something, AC? AC? AC woke up singing this morning. I need a diamond tap. Remember how you skin y'all diamond tap? Mom, you can't say that on the podcast. Okay, <laughs> bye. <laughs> okay. Bye. Erase that. Erase that. I'm not gonna erase it. You going to jail? <laughs> Love you. Love you too. That's crazy. Remember when I used to give y'all diamonds? The statue. The statue. (laughs) Nah, but uh, that was before everybody came out to the patio. So at least, uh, so it was enough time to be able to move money over, uh, get get his mind right. And then people started trailing down. And then folks was like, they sat down at their table. It was like, oh. And I was like, yeah, that's crazy. Like, we just saw that shit too. So I'm like, I'm, I, I just haven't had a chance to go back in and tell people to come grab that. Like, I don't know if they left it over from last night or somebody from the morning. So I'm like, I'm over here doing a cover story while Monty is over there trying to get as much liquids and fluids in him as possible to bounce back. Because I still got this action for him inside the place. So I got to make sure that at least he has a chance to have a conversation. He don't want me to come to Spokane and not have one of those stories. It's a, it's a great, his, 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 uh, his intentions are great. They're pure. Meanwhile, I'm over here dying for him. No, that's not the worst one. I caught I caught you as though. Like what? When I uh, when I ended up going over to the um, when I I forgot where I went. I'm going that night, but probably went to somebody's house or whatever. And you was just left with uh, with West and I. With Raf, with and Mano, and Mano. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. that night where y'all ended up, um, <laughs> so they had this rule. I don't know what y'all did. I just remember what I saw when I came in, and that was now <laughs> they had that this, was a body. They had this rule. Where they just didn't lock the front door. So, all right, bet. We go, me and Mano go back to the crib because it's like. This, man, is, this, is our no, sum, this is our summer place. So, we're, no, no, we're, we're Man, all like in in like an apartment complex right now. Our so. home, shout out Mano. Uh, he was about to just drop me off. He has he has something up. He's going to drop me off. We get to the, to, the, to the apartment. It's locked. Mano goes, oh, what kind of windows is these? Oh, don't worry about it. He's from Yakima. I didn't know Yakima niggas was giving it up like that until I met Imano. This nigga took the window off the hinge. Off like he just like he didn't have no tools, no nothing. Just bare hands, just take the shit off. It's like, there you go, money. Peace. I climbed through the window, somehow grabbed like trees and shit. Don't let him tell it I had a branch in the bed. That ain't how that went, bro. Like the way you had to get in the window was it was a some shrubbery. Right there, so I I pulled something it's with all me in the window, bro. So that was Monty's perspective on <laughs> on whatever happened that night. I don't know. I I wasn't there for that. I just know that I came in the following morning, and what I saw was so I come in through the front door, and in this apartment when you walk in, there's a bedroom over to the right which uh, Rav was standing in, and then there's the kitchen to the left, and then. Well, you walk a little bit further, you got the kitchen to the left, and you had a living room to the right, mm. and then you walk down this hallway. So. When you get to when you get past the living room part and you get into this hallway, all you see is 
catch there, there's there's uh, barbecue sauce on the wall. There's ranch on the on the <laughs> ceiling, like just like dripping down. I didn't have nothing to do with this, bro. bro like, and and I and I knew it when I when I saw the whole thing because we used to do pranks all the time. So I'm like, oh, this has ravioli written all over it. This whole thing. So I, I so I'm following the trail to where the shit is leading to. So you walk a little further down. There's a bathroom to the left, and then there's my bed. There's my bedroom to the right, and then there's Pargo's room in the back. Pargo's out of town right now. Pargo's back in Chicago. So. Well, I go to the back. That's where that's where I have money stand at. So I'll go back there, and when I walk in through the door, bro, I see money laid in the bed with a tree branch coming through the window, <laughs> and him 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 hugging that on top of the tree branch is the uh, is 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 uh, balls of bread, like just like rolled up pieces of bread, <laughs> and then there's like barbecue sauce and like just hella random ass sauces, right? And I'm like. What the fuck? <laughs> I was like, what did y'all do to my cousin? <laughs> what is going on here, bro? Yo. So I, I had so many questions, man. But that, shit, only, that, that, was, just only like, part, that was just a visual for you, bro. Because it was just it was such a scene that led up to it. Dog, the only part of that night I Forensic remember scene. is Ravio showing up with the biggest bag of uh, Jack in the Box I'd ever seen in my life. It was like, yo. Because Ra- cause Rav was the type that get blacked out drunk and wake up and run three miles no matter what. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm blacked out, but I got to get up on time, go run, hit the jump rope, and go get these shots up. No matter what he did, that's what he was doing. Yeah. Rav goes, yo, Monty, no excuses, man. You got to get up for this workout in the morning. We got to get him back to life, guys. And I don't remember if Mano came back or what, but you wasn't there. Not so Rav goes and gets the whole loaf of bread and was like, yo. You got to eat this bread, man. It's going to soak the alcohol. Like, I remember that conversation, but how the bread got balled up and how the, the remaining loaf of bread was just in the bed. And then, like, like I was, like, storing it away. I had bread in my drawers. Like, like when I woke up in the morning, it was just, like, bread. Like, I didn't have no pockets, so I just put it in my drawers. And when I woke up in the morning, it was like, oh, man. This is the dumbest shit ever. I can't believe we're telling this story. Bro, this scene was so fucking funny, man. Oh shit! Yeah, so man, that was that, that's the enjoyable days of. Uh, but that's but that is the whole thing of of money mode though. So there is a reason for money mode, but I don't want money to act as if money mode did not have really really fun times attached to it. <laughs> like he would eventually end up in that, but we did take them all one, and, and there was stories that came from there. Whether it was at the expense or not, bro, it's just a matter of it's just our shit just continues to go on. So we don't like we don't think about the bad portion of it. We just think that the the entire thing is epic. So you got to have so much bad to get to epic. Yeah, that is true. I think I think that's that's just the what hero's it is. journey. You feel me? Thank, thank you, thank you, Lex. Thank you. <laughs> nah, man, that's the truth, man. Not not you put it like that. <laughs> but see look if none of that bad happened hmm. you wouldn't have had that great story to tell you feel me that's a forever story too okay we got, we got building a little action there um how you feeling I'm, can i call special now yeah let's get it no nah, we can wait we can wait we can wait um this nigga asked us and then tell us no <laughs> <laughs> No, I wanted to get to. Nah, we ain't doing it. I wanted to get to um, some of the topics, though. Yeah. 
what we got, man. Jesus Christ. Where do you guys want to start? Music? We, well, you have to start with music. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's true. Where else will we start? So y'all gonna act like y'all gonna, don't don't act like the Canadian ain't pull up on niggas, mans. Made niggas tuck their whole summer in, nigga, mans. That's what mans do. That's what mans do. Um, and then get on live and play more music. Like you niggas might want to take fall off too. Damn. So Drake dropped. <laughs> Not that anyone needed uh needed us to tell him. Kind of messed up JoJo's drop. JoJo thought she just had the weekend and shit. Nah, Mm-mm. that ain't how that worked. What what what? Cause let's, let's for real. Let's let's not play with it. What are we? What are what? What is the consensus? What are you taking away from the Drake album? I fuck with. It. I fuck with. It. I, I say I saw people uh, tripping off the fact that. Well, they were thinking more so that it was a collection of songs. They got so caught up on the collection of songs part um, of like being throwaways and stuff. So I felt I, I felt that it wasn't given as just listen just yet, but. I mean, for artists like that, I'm not so I'm not so caught up in how the album is. To tell you the truth, if any, if it, even if it is album, like when they drop something, I just want to know if there's a song or two or three that I archive. That's what I'm just wondering. So, like, if it isn't like their actual album that they're looking to drop, if you got a few songs that I can take, like. I hella fuck with losses. That's one that I archived. Mm-hmm. Um, I was wait. I was trying to get war um, uh, for a minute, but mm-hmm. that, finally, that finally dropped for to be able to grab. And then desires, my nigga. Like, t- hey, if I can get some toxic toxicity on on a track real quick, let's go Bruh. for it. But go ahead. What do you got? That I was just saying, desires is them niggas is kidnapping women. I would not be surprised if they just got women in houses all around the U.S. and they don't get don't get to go out or anything. Like, <laughs> Should have nah. put you where nobody could find you. It's a crazy line. Um, I mean, all you got to do is lure them with purses. Just put, just put a a a, 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 pur- a pur- yeah a purse like every like six feet from each other. Lean to a closet somewhere. They probably still in there. Just and still looking at purses. Nova outfit. They probably didn't even realize that they still in the closet, bro. They just like fuck. Look at that Chanel. Look at that Chanel. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't even realize they was in a closet. It's crazy. Wait, so I have a serious question. What's up, man? Um, Because there was a time there, or maybe I have, perhaps I have it wrong. There was a time when people didn't really seem to care about albums, but for whatever reason, they're real stickler around around Drake and albums. People don't seem to care about albums until they care, until they're forced to care. Section 80 came and kind of forced people to care about bodies of work. Yeah. That was a time when it didn't seem like nobody really gave a fuck. Mm-hmm. Cushion Orange Juice came and it was like, yo, this is a great album you got to listen to. It was a great mixtape or whatever you want to call it. All right. All right. Cool. I'm, I'm, I'm using that error specifically because that's Drake. I, I think if we go back and revisit Drake in hindsight, like his catalog, it's a lot more classics that niggas want to give credit. Oh, hell yeah. Right? I'm not crazy yeah. in, in feeling like that? Nah. I think Drake is just a an amazing single maker. So, like, I don't think these things are put together in a collection. Like, they don't feed off of each other. It's just a 
they're 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 their own entities because he's kind of going off of ideas. I think Trey Songz is doing that for a while too. Um, actually, who is that? I'm thinking of uh, the weekend. The, the weekend. weekend does it really well. Like the, if you think of, if you look at House of Balloons or, trilogy, or, or tr- the whole trilogy deal, he would go off of maybe a sentence that's an idea, and he could make. Or if he had like a paragraph of things that he's he just focused on, he can make six songs out of that paragraph with each sentence. Like if you go back and listen to the trilogy, you'll see that in each song, like the the birds or fallen or um, uh, just random songs on that album, you'll just you'll catch it and you'll be like, damn, that's Thursdays. Like it'll just be a, a random concept that you have, and then you make a song off of it. So I think it's just a little different than album concept so, so but i'm i'm i've never i'm never gonna go looking for depth or or anything dense and like of any substance you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying it's that that doesn't feel fair to always try to go expect that from certain people drake mm-hmm. has been consistent in not saying shit but saying a lot yeah um I, feel, I, I don't i don't know if that if that feels like a slight or if he would take that as a slight but in comparison if we're talking about if we're talking about who he's naturally put in a class with, fam ain't really said nothing, nor does he really have to because the songs are so good. So kind of you're put in that space, but I'm confused as to why the average consumer, when it comes to him or when the conversation comes like, well, it ain't no album. Oh, damn, we're disappointed. It ain't no album. Why does it? It don't matter. This this playlist of songs is going to run and it's going to run great. Like if you're reading this, it, uh, if you're reading this, it's, it's, it's too, too late. late. When you go back and run that from top to bottom, I don't know what's really fucking with that. Like, seriously, and how well it aged, right? Like, it, in real time, you're like, I don't know what this is. It was it sounded different. Now, when you go back and run that album, shit. Go back and run nothing was the same. Yikes. Views, yikes. Like, yeah, that that's that's something to be said that you just, you just, you just, you just t- touched on is that, his catalog really ages well. Fuck it's it's crazy geez. how well that like if you, even when they when so far gone was redropped like it was it was nostalgic but it still it was still so ahead great. at that time great. that it's kind of up to date now. You know what I mean? So it's interesting. I but I, I think it might be though that people get so carried away in people's lists that they get frustrated with people putting people on pedestals over other people on a pedestal. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't get that top. I don't get that, uh, that, that conversation, but if Drake is being put in the same category as Kendrick, then naturally, if you're a Kendrick, if you, if you fuck with Kendrick, then and Kendrick has set a certain bar, you would expect everything that Drake to drop has to be up to that par, but they're not, I don't see them being in the same, like, at all. Operate in the same space. They just they and so but so but still be in that top tier. And so that's but that's I feel like that's what makes them special. It's two people. If you're Kendrick, you're going. Damn, he's having success doing this. Maybe I should implement some of that. Instead, Kendrick's like, Nah, I'm gonna do me, and it worked. And vice versa, Drake's like, Damn, Kendrick's having success doing the whole mysterious sort of deep shit maybe i should try that and drake's like nah i'm gonna do me like y'all wouldn't we wouldn't even we wouldn't even receive that well if drake came in if drake did to pippa butterfly we would laugh at him <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's seriously 
See, that's no, no, no. Think we would roast him, bro. If baby, no, this dick ain't free. <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, wait. What is Drake saying? Kendrick gets to do that. Uh, that's like that's that's one wave that Drake is not gonna ride. It's it's he, funny to think of. Is Kendrick is the only sort of pocket that Drake goes. I'm leaving that alone. Yeah, <laughs> like no, I, sure. I I'll steal everybody else's steez, but that you got it, man. Even Cole to a certain extent, he's like, nah, nigga, you got that, G. I'm not fine. Uh, the ty- the shit that Tyler does, he don't really touch that, like, because it'd be weird. Um, and I, I that self the self awareness we keep talking about it, but I can't important. help but applaud it. Yeah, because at, at any given point, it's like. I don't really fuck with this man until you get like on a nice day like this, you get around a group full of women and you like, damn, this shit, this shit, this shit kind of going though. So you, now you a hater. If you peep that it's going now, you really, I don't like it though. Nigga, I just seen you jamming. Like, all the shit. All this shit. You really, <laughs> nigga, you got your linen suit. <laughs> your shit ain't buttoned all the way. Nigga, you, you, all right. You, you just a hater now, nigga. Like at this point, you're just hated. Yeah, and unfortunately, when you be out there, like when you be at the pool parties or at the house party, or whatever, and that shit come on, and you end up mouthing the words, and you talking <laughs> you to busted. Rock, you, you busted, you got caught, man. You got caught. You use the words to talk to that girl, man. <laughs> um, so yeah, Drake, OVO, salute on another. Not that your niggas need it, but just another great sort of release. I think, um, if anything, with the new music, Mozzie. I just turn turn that on, let it run, and I'm. I, it's not. It's not too soon to say fam needs a statue. Like that kid's just different, bro. Like how old is Mozzie? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm but not. He, but he's part of like the young group. Probably he ain't old. Like he, 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 yeah, he's in, he gotta be. I know he ain't as old as me. That's for damn sure. Hmm. Can't be. Even even still, if he is not still still a salute, I don't mean to call Brad a kid if he ain't a kid, but I feel like he's younger than me. Hmm. What you find, Lex? He's thirty two. Get the fuck out of here, hmm. man! I take it back. That nigga <laughs> wise, man. I thought I thought this was a, a young nigga like kick like kicking shit. Yeah. So whenever Mozzie talk, I'm like, damn, who where'd they get this old old young nigga from? But even even at thirty two though, I'm I'm kid I'm kidding obviously. Um, even at 32, it highlights something special in in advancing. I don't know how many of the Kenya Bears interviews you guys had to see. Oh yeah, yeah. um, this this last week, just like talking about the criticisms that Black as Fuck received and like welcoming the the critique, like not running from it at all. And the one thing that he that was consistent in his interview was talking about. Uh, everybody kept asking him why he titled every episode because of slavery. Like, it had something to do with slavery. And he's like, what I uncovered from my research and just reading for the show is like, if it, if we, if if history, if history and how they tell it to us is correct, and, and our people were enslaved for 400 years, that's a lot. Like, you can't even, you can't even dismiss that and kind of like, all oh, you exaggerating it was only 200. 200 is a lot. <laughs> like that's a that's a really long time for a, for a particular group of people to be enslaved. And how generations work and how traditions are passed, how, no how traditions are developed and passed down and how certain things are just ingrained in said cultures and said peoples, it only takes uh two generations for it to happen. 
you know, for it to become ingrained as a part of those people's identity and their makeup. So if you're talking about 400 years of slavery, it's a lot of shit that we're having to undo in like rapid paces with at a, at a rapid pace with all these different variables that you can't necessarily equate for. Um, and for whatever reason, as he's talking, the person I think of all the time is Mozzie because of where his content started from, what it's evolved in. He's still with the shit, but this, even this is an elevated, sophisticated, deep dwell, dwell into the mind of somebody suffering from PTSD. And he talks about it too. He's talking about going to seek therapy and uncur- like all the trauma, like wanting to, wanting to rid himself, like seeking help to rid himself of trauma. And what better spokesperson of a young black man that has had success? Like that's who I, that's who I want to hear from. I don't really want to talk to nobody else. Like, that's that's the representation of like somebody I can identify with. That's why I want to because it it started out like the ignorance was the most appealing shit in the beginning. Like, bro, didn't give a fuck. Now you can see him caring. Meanwhile, navigating, keeping his his core and like the, his core beliefs intact and like, but still evolving and pushing himself to evolve, man. So I just want to send a salute to Mozzie, to Davo um, for just continuing to push the envelope. Uh, the Eric Bellinger feature, like it was a lot of features on there, but it was a well curated body of work, man. And so I, I, I didn't want to not, uh, I didn't want to speak about new music and talk about what what Mozzie has meant, um, just to, for me as a fan. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, man. Any any other new music I may have missed? Um, no. Uh, my turn has a deluxe. Uh, I didn't get a chance to listen to it just yet, but is it my no? Not my turn. Yeah, my turn. Right? Doesn't little baby have a? Oh, it is a deluxe. Did come out? Yeah. So I think he. I think a deluxe did come out. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I didn't get a chance to listen to Mozzie. Yeah, I need to listen to that. Um, I didn't have a chance to listen to my turn deluxe yet either, uh, but I did hear that uh, nothing but great things from the six songs that were released on it. So I uh, got to put tune into that. Uh, and then JoJo. I mean, I JoJo's legend. I want to see. I want to see, see what JoJo talking about in 2020. JoJo's a legend. Um, real quick, I'm a, I'm a Dow special. We're just gonna shoot the shit with her. Tap in, um, just to see. I told her she was. She oh she she tunes in every week and she hit me about uh, our Newsweek recap. Hey. Yeah, I had to watch that all the way through again. Hello. Hi, is this special? This is me. How are you? I'm good. This is Monty Draper, LG, Hello. and Lex Bub from the Meet the Break podcast. Hey guys, you know, first time, long time. Happy to be here. <laughs> yes, yes. Welcome. Hello. Happy to have you. <laughs> special. What's going on? Nothing. Just hanging out. How are you guys? We're good. We're good. A uh, little hungover on the show, so we're 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 we're, fi- we're fighting it out, but we're making it. Um, you and I talked briefly last night, and I was like, damn, I want to talk to Special on the show about so much, but... Um, you and I, without the T-Y. Sp- specifically uh, about Pod Recognize Pod first, um, what, you ha- what you have coming, what you're working on, and then a few... Get you, get your, get you to chime in on a few topics. You got a second to, to bear with this? Yes, no, you know, I'm just, this is one of my favorite shows. <laughs> I got all the time in the world. Um, so, I, 
I'm impressed with Pod, uh, Pod recognized Pod for so many reasons, but I want I, I want to make sure I'm I'm not putting hella much on it and calling it something that it isn't. It feels it just feels like uh, a mixer, uh, a networking space, but in a in an efficient an efficient sort of way where the there's there's less there's less um, there's less emphasis on the kick it and way more emphasis on the sharing information and like growing and like networking for real and like doing the things that people aren't necessarily aware that they need to do to be a part of an industry. Um, was mm-hmm. is, is that is that is that what you initially saw it as? Um, in a way, like I initially saw it as podcasting is a super solitary medium and people do it by themselves or just with their co-hosts and they don't really have a place to talk about it. And it's becoming such a big industry that there's things are constantly changing. There's all types of networks. There's all types of, uh, service providers. There's just so many different things. There's so many ways to market it. And I was like, why can't we hang out and talk about it? So that was really just the vision. It's like, I have all these friends that do their podcasts so many different ways plus there's so many podcasts in the bay area we need to have conversations around it and it kind of evolved into what it is now wow so what and then what gave you that that foresight to do something like that is that did you did you see that somewhere is it a particular background um yeah i mean i thought about it and then i started looking it up I'm like okay this makes sense for all these people to meet in a room but let me you know do the proper research so there are podcast groups honestly throughout the country and throughout the world so there's a couple here in the bay area so i started going to those and they were great i'm very thankful for them but there were certain things to me that were missing i didn't feel like there was enough connection at pod recognize pod. What I do is after every session that we have, I would just make a quick Google doc that has everybody's show and their email address. And then I post on Instagram and Twitter, a photo of all of us and tag as many people as possible. And those were just little things to where it's like, okay, we had this experience. We had these discussions, but it needs to go a step further than that. We still need to be connected. So that to me was the biggest thing out of all the other ones that I had seen was just like, no, there needs to be a connection afterwards. And then especially you, cause your, your background is radio, uh, whether it be college radio and then, and then in one of the bigger radio stations in the, in the, in the U S being KML, you've seen some different things. So mm-hmm. do you remember the conversations inside those buildings as podcasts were becoming more, more prevalent and like towards the forefront and, you were seeing the success of the the Rogans and all these different people that were generating millions of views daily and sort of bypassing the tradition of like syndication. Yeah, it's been interesting. I think in college radio, it was like, oh, podcasting is a way to upload your show somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like it was very basic, like, okay, you're going to do your radio show and then this is how you put it on the internet as a podcast and boom, there it is. Um, and hopefully, I really hope that they're, expanding that especially sf state where i went because their broadcasting program is so dope that they need to take it a step up and do it more podcast style um and then in radio it was it was funny like it it it's kind of hilarious to me because people were doing it and we saw it but at first to be completely honest in my opinion they really saw it as an enemy and to me that's such a mistake and then they finally came around and 
I mean, they took it seriously, but they did it the way radio does anything. You look at that Ron Burgundy show, and you look at all these shows by all these huge people, but it's like, hey, there's people in your actual building doing podcasts, but in my opinion, you guys are super excited about the big money ones, the big people ones, and and accumulating networks, and, and doing all these other things instead of doing it right at home. Like, they, they facilitated it, and they kind of fostered it, but I just feel like they did what they usually do and just go after the big people. So that was their method. Damn. See, Special, that's that's why I want to talk to you. Just insight perspective. Uh, I sit on – the guys don't do it so much, but I definitely sit on here and just sort of ramble and rant about uh, conspiracies and all these different things. <laughs> the, the man being out to get us and the – the radio sort of rant has been this one. That's one that's just consistent. So that was another thing I told the guys before we called. I was like, yo, there's one thing for me as a fan to go, the radio should play this. Why they ain't playing this? Uh, there, mm-hmm. There's politics. Politics exists everywhere. Um, for as much as you can share and are willing to, um, how how much, how little do the, the how little does the average fan really understand about the politics in and around radio to me it's i almost don't even, i guess we call it politics because that's an easy way to kind of look at it to me it's not even so much politics like i i hit you yesterday because i was listening to uh your guys' show from a couple weeks ago and you guys were talking about newsroom and you were talking about how the foundation of news on tv came out of 23 hours of consumerism and an hour of like community kind of like letting you know what's going on and stuff like that you have to think about radio the same way in once again in my opinion um because it's all this advertising and believe it or not as much as you want to think that it's something that's not to me it's really okay the music that they're playing is advertising too who's paying for that you think about all these record labels you think about all these different i mean it's mostly record labels but People have different deals and stuff like that. So it's all politics around money. It's like, okay, what what are we garnering money from? And I think one of the most interesting things for me is when I was in college, I was on the speech and debate team, and I wanted to do a speech on something that was relevant to my field because I knew I wanted to do radio and I was obsessed with all this stuff. But I looked into how the ratings in radio work. And they may have changed within the past 10 years or whatever. But for the most part, like, there's a select, very small group of people that wear these little pager things that kind of catch radio frequencies. And those are the people that they, I want to say they care about at the end of the day. Those are the people who are running the ratings. So it's like, they're... To me, the rating system is super flawed, if you think about it that way. Like, these are the people that they're literally catering to. On top of catering to mass appeal, and we know the problems with mass appeal, like, to me, especially in, you know, quote-unquote independent or underground hip-hop, we're always talking about, like, don't sign to a label. And it's like, you can't not sign to a label and want to be on radio. Like, to me, it's all the same thing. Yeah. So, to me, that's the quote-unquote politics damn i know I, that the balance right the balance because it's so mm-hmm. easy like you just said you want to be independent but you want to be on the radio fam that that's just kind of it's hustling backwards if you if you really want to mm-hmm. know the truth of it so 
No, I appreciate the dialogue, special. Uh, we we get we, like I said, we're sluggish today, but you kind of picked it up. And then one of the topics we were getting ready to dive on that uh, I was hoping to keep you around for is um, I I I I often get hit about some like mentorship often now, and I imagine the same happens to you. I know that's been happening to L forever. One of the parents be like, "Yo, can you talk to my you talk to my kid?" And it's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah." I could, but <laughs> all right. Um, and so I had a homie uh, reach out a few weeks ago. Uh, his son is getting into music, and um, immediately it was it was reason after reason why something, why they needed something else to do something. And um, before I knew it, it was like, yo, if if you starting with excuses, you got a whole different set of problems because. Uh, you're, you're, this all kind of world-renowned artist that started with the bare essentials, and sometimes even without the essentials, the concept of uh, the concept of certain producers not even having like uh, Teddy Riley was talking about just using the Casio keyboard. It's like yo, it was sounds on it, so we figured out how to make a beat. Like the the show was made on a Casio keyboard, the little plastic <laughs> joints. One mm-hmm. of the one of the most most revered songs in hip hop was made on a plastic piano. That somebody would that the snobs and like music musicians would turn their nose at that, but because it's all this kid had access to, figured out how to make and produce a lot of that keep sweat shit on there too. So you like okay, I, I I so when you hear stories like that, and I know for me where I started at with uh, um, before I even had somebody else's laptop, having to sneak in the studio and like like practice machine for hours until somebody was cut until another session was coming in, like in between other people's sessions, like you just make do with what you have and don't really trip off what's not there. Um, can you talk about that for you? Um, Cause especially how many, how many shows like show, show concepts have you had? If, if, if from my count, it's like around five, I could be way off though. Um, yeah, I think, I think we could call it five. Okay. You we have this conversation all the time. It's hard to keep track of everything because you do something and you're not necessarily really harping on what you've actually done and not even harping, but even just reminiscing because you're so focused on what you're doing next. So yeah, I don't, I don't think about enough to have a number. So yeah, we'll call it five. I like five. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, but so what you, what you've been able to do is like you've taken your, your, your thoughtfulness, your 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 genius and how you think about different things, especially around music and entertainment and excuse me, and have packaged it in a way and have had to cold contact some of the some of the artists that maybe at that time weren't as big as they are now. But you heard you heard it or saw it or felt it. And you were like, yo, they're going to be something. I need to talk to them. That resourcefulness, like what what? What about it? What about it is is sort of enticing to you to not make excuses, just to sort of find a way. And how have you seen that? And with some of the artists that you've interviewed, is that a, is that a trait or a commonality that you can say is definitive or not? Yeah, I think. I mean, even you were talking about as far as you and L. Like, I think it's really a part of people who you know what I mean, have just experienced things to where it's like, okay, I've I've experienced whatever I've experienced either in childhood or early adulthood or whatever. Now it's like, there's just no excuses. Like, and it and it's almost not even a thought process. Like, I think about a lot, like, there's so many people who I surround myself with who either 
won't have pity parties for themselves and don't allow me to even enter that space. And I think that that's part of what you're talking about too, is like, not only am I not going to make excuses, but I'm not going to feel sorry for myself. I'm not going to give in to all these other things that either my mind or society wants me to go to. It's really about I have this goal, I'm going to achieve it, come hell or high water, we're going to find a way. So I think it's part of that. And even, you know, you talking about, like, trying to put it together and and Teddy Riley, like, that's all of what hip-hop was when it started. Every single part of it was like, well, we have this, and we're going to do it. And it's like, to me, that's super inspiring because that's how things get done, and that's how, you know, so many years later we're here, and it's the biggest fucking genre. So it's like, that's just how things work in my mind. But yeah, it's to me, it's really about like, not even so much hearing someone and being like, oh, you know, you're going to be someone like I hear something and go, oh, this is incredible. Not not this person's going to be incredible. They already are. It's already there. Like there's already something that's resonating. There's already a voice that's coming through an expression. There's something that's already happening. And yeah, when I feel it, I feel it kind of mm-hmm. thing. It, it's it's just a it's a super cool experience. Like I think we all have different albums and projects where you know you can remember exactly where you were and you can you know visualize things and and feel how you felt and go back to a time where you felt that and you know just feeling the music is so important. So yeah, that's. I think I answered that. Nah, <laughs> you, you, you know this, Besha. Yeah, nah, you smashed that out the park. <laughs> no, nah, we uh, we appreciate you. I, you know how I feel about you. I absolutely adore you. Um, I just ordered the Sophia Chang book. Um, I'm not sure if you read it yet, um, but you're the first person I thought of when I got it, and I can't wait to get it and sort of speed through it um, just because of what she's meant to hip-hop, what I feel like you mean specifically to, to hip-hop and, like, like the the, the 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 literary portion of documenting um these spaces we don't we don't we didn't have that person and then and then i met you and i was like oh shit we do um so i i appreciate you everything you've done for me and and the, the wisdom and, and what you continue to do for for creatives and carving out space and and, and making it make sense building networks reminding us about the the the, the currency of of networking and continuing to build and share. So special. I love you. So Jeremy, uh, we need to get together ASAP because he's the, the photos and shit he's been doing are amazing. So I need to, I need to tap in with bro ASAP. So I have to tell you, he was actually so excited that you were calling me today that like we split the line and he's listening in right now. Oh like, shit. Hey. <laughs> what's up? What's special up? With, what's up with bro? What's good? How you, how you been, man? I Another another one of my favorite artists. Uh, the pic, the photos that you've been taking. Um, I forgive my ignorance. Are you shooting all film right now? Yeah, pretty much. Wow, but it's weird. It's weird. Like I'm stockpiling right now because all the all the labs are shut down. So yeah. I'm just shooting and not not pr- not putting anything out. Because you all were the film shooters right now are like on some weird shit. Yeah, you were kick you were kicking them out at crazy like high high volume and then. Where, did you go down to Diego or was Abjo up here? Where did y'all link at and do all those stuff? All those uh, oh, that was up here. That was up here. Okay, yeah, that's man, that's so crazy. I I just want I I wanted to tell I was going I just gonna have special related message, but you've been killing it. I I, I you can never really tell 
if your enthusiasm for somebody's work is being conveyed through and through the socials. So. Hey man, I appreciate that. I'm gonna mm. keep them coming too. Nah, definitely, man. Well, y'all, y'all enjoy the rest of the day. We're gonna knock out the rest of the pod. Special, thank you, and then uh, we'll talk soon. Definitely appreciate y'all. I love you. Thank you. This is great. What you guys are doing are great. I'm so excited to listen to this week's episode. So thank you guys. <laughs> thank you. Thank the you. first part is a little struggle. Like they they went in. So just bear with the the crazy stories. Like I promise, I ain't like that no more. I'm safe now. <laughs> <laughs> Devil, I was <laughs> all right, y'all. All right, y'all. That was great. That was great. Uh, shout out, Spez. Shout out, Jerem. Um, yeah, now she killed that. No, nah, those, those are two, like, seriously, thinkers, creatives, people that just do really special shit. Um, what did, what do y'all feel about that? Because uh, that's just something I stumbled upon. It's like, if you starting that excuses, fam, we got, we got way bigger problems than, like, you wanting to be successful. Because it's just like... Do you really want to do this? It sound like it sound like you're trying to talk yourself out of it when you go, man. But I ain't got this. When I get this, and it's like that's you know that's not how that work right works right. Like if you have, I'll never forget. Uh, I tell this all the time. Morgan was like, "Yo, man, you want to rap? You gotta learn how to make a beat. You sitting here waiting for niggas to send you beats, man. You ain't gonna never get a rap off. Like, nah, man. When I get the when I get the right beat, I'm out of here. I'm gonna be signed. <laughs> like that's not how that works." Uh. So Morg, I, I I come home one day and then he just the the beat machine was there and it was like I don't know what to do with this. So like, you better figure it out. And it was days of just like like this is terrible. Like yeah. I wish I could find like that first terabyte hard drive has some of the worst shit on it, bro. And then the next terabyte hard drive has some of the worst shit on it. Like I'm just this is we talking about ten years and I'm just now in a space where I'm like I'm beats okay. Like, yeah, I, I'm still not even like, but the constantly like chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. And that's just from a, from a music perspective or a writing perspective. And like going to, going to spaces where you feel like people are way talented and shout out to Jay. Um, it's going down. And I think that's a lot where this is deriving from is like going to see people like that, who in the Bay, we acknowledge Jay as one of the best thinkers and creators and like people to produce music. This nigga goes to LA and goes, yeah, I'm I'm trash, bro. <laughs> and I was like, yo, if you're saying that, I need to be up every morning working on shit. Like, if somebody I think is the nigga is like, I'm down here, and it's like you can stumble into somebody that's a world class musician. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it's that's that's just from a music standpoint, but from a life standpoint, I don't, I've never really done, dealt well with why something can't happen because I've only ever known how to figure the shit out. And I only know niggas who know how to figure it out. So it feels weird to me to start with the the excuse as to why it can't be done. Tell me why it can be done. Why it can be. You telling me it can't be done is only going to make me go do the shit. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, since we being honest, when you, to- when you told me your idea for Global, yeah. I had no clue how I was about to do this shit. Man, that's crazy. But I wasn't like, I'm not going to do this shit. Damn. I never would have known you you was feeling like that. Yeah, nah, I was like in this whole space of, all right, I just need to see the space yeah. and we'll figure it out. Yeah. And that's what, that was another reason why I was like, just give me a little bit of time so I can map this out. Yeah. But once I seen the space, then it just starts clicking. But I'm the same way. If you start off telling me, oh, I can't do it, then I'll, I'll yeah, you can't do it. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want you nowhere near around, around me if all you have is like why something can't happen. 
because I know so many people who start with, like you, for example, that video, Lex, I worked at the pit. Uh, who people don't who people don't know what we're talking about. One of, that was that wasn't the first video we did together. That was the first video. Jesus. So, uh, LMA, one of my favorite projects I've ever done. Shout out to Half Black. I'm working at Casey's Barbecue. All the old historical artifacts that they had in that place that has since burned down. But you're talking about original stoves, uh, clock radios, jukeboxes. You name it. It was lined with all this memorabilia, a wagon, like all this amazing stuff that just set the scene for this great epic story. And I worked there for a few years and I would just, at, especially when I was working the front, I would just kind of daydream just looking at that place like, yo, what's, there's a story in here. And uh, when when the album came out, it was like unanimously that was everybody's favorite song. And... um Lex and I had been talking about doing something together for a minute, and then finally one day I called him and was like, yo, bro, I got it. And just kind of roughly ran down this vague-ass open-ended idea, as I often do, and he's like, I'll, I'll come by tomorrow or something like that. And you came with this booklet of paper, and we talked for a minute, and then you're like, yo, if you don't mind, I'm going to just sit here. And then I just kind of left the nigga there and like, like hey, you need anything? Kind of bring him stuff every once in a while. Yeah. But he was just kind of sitting there doing like this. And it is full fleshed out the whole treatment and then went home and storyboarded it. And I was just like, with the worst drawings you'll ever see. But, he, but, but he did it though. Yeah. Like it didn't matter. It didn't have no, the, the tech computer to make the digital storyboard. This nigga drew that shit by hand. I'm like, yo, this is what it should be. And the first thing he says is like, yo, please forgive these drawings. <laughs> <laughs> and gee, for whatever reason, I couldn't look like the drawings. I saw it clear as day. Like it was like, it, it, it may as well have been the video because it was so methodical and he had gone, taken the time to plan it out. And another example of that, of just resourcefulness is, uh, the summer you broke your thumb. Yeah. I, I, I think we probably told this on the, on the podcast before probably a, a million times, but he breaks his thumb and then I'm like, Oh, well shit, we kicking it all summer. This thing don't want to hoop. It was like, nah, we definitely gonna hoop, and I'm just gonna play one on one with my left hand all summer. It's like, fuck, this nigga don't take no days off, man. <laughs> like, you're not gonna, you're not gonna rest. Fuck for what? And it proceeded to kick my ass for an entire summer with just his left hand. I'm inferior, like the the maddest I've ever been, dog. But it just so if that's where you starting from, what you gonna tell me? What what conversation can I have with you about why something can't be done? Oh man, I don't have the latest plug-in. Fuck that plug-in. Oh man, I don't have the latest dog. That's what instruments are for. That's what that's what in like just just go just go 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 please go find a way. Like that's the I think people are missing the part with all this access to technology and shit. It's like, oh man, I, I don't have the right camera. I just got done. Jeremy was just like shooting for like cats are going back to film. Like the film realm is such a specific sort of medium because you gotta actually like especially if you if you develop in your own film too, it's real it's real love and care in it. You know some of the chef homies like it's like the my favorite show right now during the quarantine is like uh, they call it a uh, just what's in the kitchen like whatever is in your kitchen you got to make something out of and it's like you better figure it out. And so it's, it, that's that's the way creativity feels to me. It just feels like one of those things like forget, fuck the tools right now. Steve Lacey made his whole fire ass album on his phone. 
It's just they're just there's way there's ways. And and granted, like I get it. Like maybe that maybe that's may, I probably sound spoiled as fuck saying telling people it, it probably feels like it probably sounds like pull yourself up by your bootstraps. I hope it don't sound like that. <laughs> it doesn't. Am I am I teetering nah, that? Nah. Cause if I am, y'all gotta just tell me. Cause it, I, I can understand why people say, "Nigga, you sound Republican right now." Like, nah, not a, not at all. Because I would double down on that and go even harder. So like, I, I have zero sympathy for anybody's situation, bro. Like, we, that's not what folks need. Like, as much as you may want it, as much as you may want it, the coddling like for short, and so forth. Yeah, which I get it. I get it. If you, if you see folks that have safety nets then it could make you envious in a way because no matter how many times you fuck up, you have somebody to catch you. Hmm. And then those be the ones that be speaking the loudest about like, you know, the shit that they don't get to do and have and, uh, or they'll be tell they be telling you how to do some shit and it'd be like, what you mean? My nigga, like, nigga, they fronted you the cash for it. Ain't what you mean? You, you had to, you had to go so hard back in nigga win, bro. Your parents just gave you some shit. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just like, when you get start going through the story, but that's, that's going too far. Like if you, if you get caught up in somebody else's life on some shit, then you're going way too far down the hole. Like you gotta be thinking about yourself, bro. And like, how can you best put, how can you put your best foot forward? And I think people get kind of lost in that. Um, mm-hmm. It's like, and instead of putting your best foot forward and figuring out how to gradually, um, I guess, add to what your best is, for your best time, your best uh, work that you can do, whatever, your best beat that you can make, by the by, like, just putting your, just continuously putting your work in for yourself. I think people get caught up in what other people have yeah. and, and final results and shit like that. And they want that. They want Com- that just completely disregarding, completely disregarding those people's process. Completely, like I want what you that's got. That's the disrespectful shit. Not <laughs> not money. Talk about pull yourself by your bootstraps. It's the fact that you think that you should have those straps already, bro. Nigga, that shit's bullshit. <laughs> but nigga, if you get to see anybody that's that's nice with it, anybody that get to sit back now or whatever it is, bro, like or just get the accolades, like instead of being like. You know, they got they got all this and I ain't got this. You know what I mean? Like, figure out what it is that you really want. Yeah. And are you willing to do the things that that person did in order to get that? Yeah. Are you? Yeah, I mean, that's a real question. Because I think a lot of these people that be worried about the, uh, be really worried about this shit is the same folks that will be playing the lotto. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they just need to, they basically just need cash because they think that's going to bring them happiness. Hmm. I don't think it's the actual work though. Like I don't think they actually want the the process, Fuck. which is confusing as hell because they be they be talking. They talk they, like they they want will it. confuse you with the talk. Yeah, but I don't think they really want. Damn, it, we though. talked about that last night. We talked about that at length too. When I'm, whenever I'm engaging with a friend, uh, with the with the lover, uh, you you name it, a partner of any sort. I'm only regurgitating back what you told me what the fuck you wanted to do. At no point am I projecting what I think you should be doing on you. It's just not. I got a bunch of friends that don't aspire to do this. Just aspire to do regular shit. Mm-hmm. That's that's OK. Which is just fine. That's, there's nothing wrong with that at all. My nigga do that shit. I commend it. But my partners that go, hey, man, Lex. Yo, Manny, I, um, I got the show idea. Nigga, write the script. This nigga sent me the whole series. It's like, wait, I mean, I, 
Whoa. Okay. It's like, yo. Poe, yeah, man, I'm going to start this company, man. Every time I see him, you got this shit going. Yeah, man, it's cool. And then he's like, man, thanks for for tapping in. Like, just checking in on, on the process of it. And uh, when I start taking the beat making shit series, Poe, every Friday night after a long ass week of work, go grab a bottle, pull up, stick an L, pull up right next to him. The niggas was sitting there and listening to them trash ass beats. You said you wanted to make beats, nigga. You, you, how many beats you make today, nigga? You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we went to uh, the Diego trip. Mm-hmm. It's like I had already set the set the five beats a day thing, and, it, and I, I couldn't I couldn't not do it, especially at the, that was such a pivotal time, too, because it was like I was finally cracking that hump of, like, I kind of am in control. I'm not just, it's not just random anymore. Mm-hmm. So when we got to Diego, it's like, nigga, we fucking around. This nigga got this headphones on. But I'm here. I'm hearing. I'm hearing it in the, in the, in our moment. We kicking it. But I I gotta stick stick to this regiment. And it it wasn't the first time I felt supported by y'all. But it was the first time as an adult male I calculated like how insulated I was. Cause I felt like any other scenarios like man, turn that shit off, man. Fuck you doing? Like I've I've heard so many stories that are, I've I've been, been I've experienced those moments so much where it's like, bro, nobody want to hear that shit right now. But I, I think I felt I felt more supported that weekend. I don't know if it's just what we were going through, but it was just I was in a space. Yeah, I had that was a pivotal weekend, bro. I think for the cast, yeah, which we tend to have, bro. We go on our trips. We tend <laughs> to have like these these aha moments, yeah. uh, which is cool. Is that just lets you know how strong the cipher is? But the uh, I can agree with that because I do remember when Manu was going through that or whatever on that trip. Um, and I kind of feel like that was a, a, a like shit. Just those trips used to be important uh, with the shit that I was going through too. Like yeah. I would just be in the house, you know what I mean. Yeah. So some of those trips would just be like, nigga, I'm trash when it comes to like social environments right now. <laughs> but like we gonna shit go out there and struggle through it and figure the fuck out. You know what I mean? Like my, so my Diego niece, was a struggle too, bro. Like in in all, in all the best of ways. Like sure. not not in a. I was happy to be there with y'all, but I, I, I hadn't been outside in months at that yeah. at that point. Yeah, uh, so just just out there bumping your head, but I think yeah. it was just a... I slept on a street that night. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I got to stop. Maybe I do have a problem. It now that we're talking about it. Now we're shit. living it. Now we're walking it backwards. Maybe I got an issue. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this podcast is for, man. <laughs> you, know who, you know who has bigger issues than me, though? Huh. Wale. Mm. Why Wale can't get a break, man? Because he's light skin, dark skin. Oh shit! Wale's light skin, dark this. skin. I can't wait to hear this. Tell he's, me more. He's the lightest dark skin I know, bro. <laughs> he's the lightest dark skin I know. Well, that ain't want to be Drake so bad. Don't but, say. But that, he want to be dreaded Drake though. Don't say that. Like he want to have all the tennis. Like he want to have all the shit that you get. Like he want to have all the hard shit that you get from being like dark skin. And but he want to have like the personality of like and this is like full blown stereotypical shit so I don't give a fuck but like you want to have all like the personality traits of like being light skinned and having all the girls like you and Yo. uh, people being appreciative of every every walk that you take and blah they blah but they but then but don't want you to talk about that they'll talk about their personality because nigga I'm dark skinned with dress nigga <laughs> I'll beat your ass. 
That's how that nigga be moving. I, I didn't expect that today. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Like <laughs> I nah, just don't. I, I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming out of my uh, my my haze. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, he, he up now. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Shepton came back in the coffee. I knew we would have a great discussion around Wale being not being able to catch a break, but holy fuck. Like that's my nigga though, bro. Like I hella fuck with Wale's music. Yeah. I just hate that he doesn't and uh uh J. Cole said this shit all the time, bro. Like friends is about that type of shit. Like, my nigga, I don't get why you don't just appreciate your intellect bro like your intellect your intellect is up here yeah my nigga act as if it's that way bro like you keep getting caught up in like all this that's below you all this below like all this shit that other people is talking about my nigga you got to operate nigga up here at all times because that's where your mental is like why you keep taking steps backward or looking backwards with nigga with these low-end topics i want to attempt to defend go for it please um but all all the while while questioning some shit though, yeah. what is it? What is it that makes us? Is it is it is it innate in all of us to naturally shit on what we do have in the process of trying to obtain some shit that just ain't for us? And I use Wale as that example because you're right. Because of when he because of the class that he's in, the Cuddies, the Drakes, the Dots, like that. That's a very specific class that they kind of get looked at different. And so he takes it per- personal that he doesn't get mentioned with them as much as he should when he's the, the more consistent one that's kept the number one hit for real. So I get his, I understand his plight, but by who? No, no, no. I'm, I'm getting here. I'm cause you, cause you're right. Like who, who, who are these critics that you have built up the, and, and in fairness, there is a whole Twitter universe that don't fuck a wallet. So I get it, but turn the phone off. And listen to the niggas that do fuck with you. Like I know, I know a lot of Wale fans, and I, even some of those people on Twitter, they just having fun shitting on Wale because they know he gonna but react. Then, it's a good time. Yeah, they, but, but then it's kind of like they putting Wale in Monty mode. Yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> That's why I want to defend him. That's why I want to defend him because I fully, because I fully the the fuck. It's gonna reveal a lot about me. Um. Bruh's genius. Yeah. Yeah. The mixtape about nothing, album about nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, are some of the uh, uh, fest- festivists, like, um, uh, Back to the Future. Oh, the Gifted. Oh, man, gifted. Oh, my gosh. I, uh, he's another one where we're going to go back and look at his discography and go, holy fuck. Like, the, in, that, in, uh, the L.A. album where he went to L.A. and literally just, like, embodied <laughs> the L.A. LEC. Yeah, bro. Like, it, He's so that's his that's his that's his beef. But I've been to a Wale show. It's packed. It, again, it's not stadium status and what the other people are doing. But I felt like if he if he catered to and nurtured his following more as opposed to always entertaining what's not being done and who's not there, he'd have that the Tyler effect, if you will. Like it felt like Tyler was like, all right. I know y'all don't fuck with me, but it's a whole bunch of people that do. Let me go just talk to them. Cole, it's a lot of people. Like, Cole, the same the same shit that Wale got, Cole was getting too. Cole just handled it different. Money. Go ahead. 
Do you know the type of tangents that Wale goes on? Yeah. Like, yeah, my nigga got angry. The most frivolous shit, bro. Yeah. My nigga got angry that niggas wasn't giving him the credit for his shoe game. Like he thought he thought that people are sneakerheads because of him. These are the type of tangents that my nigga go on. Like I get it, maybe that maybe. But who cares? But who cares? Yeah, but who cares? You're thank right. You. You're right. Because if you because if you go on something that's frivolous Clark, as that, then you for sure gonna do your music. Because Clark Kent acknowledges Wale. That should, that in itself should be enough. The fact that Clark acknowledges you, nigga, it shouldn't matter after that. If 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 you if the if the shoe thing is a real thing to you, like the and he like yeah, uh, but and he, never mind. You're right. I can't defend it. I want to so bad, but I can't. It's indefensible. But Sue Me is a great video. Yes, it, it is. It is. Sue Me is an excellent video. I think he just focuses on the negative way too much. Like like you said, if he spent more time just focusing on the positive light of shit and then focusing on his fan base, and every time, if he just focused on his fan base, I feel like his fans will start attacking everybody for just him. like how... For sure. We sure would have the hive on. Like, exactly. Just it, like it, how J. Cole... But I feel like his fans are like, I'm not going to say nothing because he's about to go on 12 any second. Yeah. And then I'm yeah, gonna he's not going to justify me going to bat for him right now. <laughs> yeah. I think he's about to go on. He, he about to fuck us up. Damn. Just, just just let him get past his little thing and then he'll be back. Who? But yeah, Matt, but don't don't get it twisted though. Hell of fuck with nah, me, bro. We, like it, uh, this is all constructive. This is all appreciation, tell you the truth, bro. Like, because it, it's, so, it's so against my mental that that's the reason why. Truthfully, yeah. like I am the most anti-person that you'll come across and I can care less. Like I, I fuck with the people that fuck with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I appreciate that. Fuck with who fuck with you. Hmm. But the people That's, that the people that don't, that it's also, not, it doesn't really factor. That me. also feels like another part of the, to keep bringing up black as fucking Kenya, like another one of those things that is a byproduct of slavery, like this, this innate need to be accepted in places that just aren't for us. I, I I suffer from that at times. I don't know how many other people have experienced that. Just like continuing to seeking acceptance, and it's when you when you got people that genuinely love you, and you over here going, "Hey, hey, look at me, look at me!" Like, bro, fuck out of here. Go back to where they fuck with you at, and continue to grow that and nurture that. It's just it's heartbreaking to see someone so brilliant suffer so much unnecessary sort of commentary when you make brilliant shit like the. The conversation around Sumi should just be what a great video it was. Like a, an excellent treatment, an excellent story, an excellent song. Um, that entire album is is incredible. Um, do you think that's that, crazy? Do you think that once again, white people feel attacked from that? Yes, I imagine they do. Do we care? Is the question that part? Yeah, but uh, it. Like, cause are we kind of getting into that into that space now where you there's so much acceptance across the world for so many things that naturally there's um, there's gonna be pushback for those type of for that. You feel me? Cause like it has to be. It already so Kenya. So that uh, Sway asked Kenya, how can you say I hate white people and then expect and then not expect. Why can't a white person say, oh, I hate black people on TV? It's just not the way it works. The sat the satire of it is not even funny. Mm-hmm. 
oh, I hate black people. Like, it's just not funny. The, oh, I hate white people. It's hilarious, but it's not. And the funny thing is, you not, when, especially in that scene, and Kenya said it best, he's like, I'm not talking about white people. He's talking about the, the whiteness that is pop culture. How, how, how things get engulfed and, and become just the, how whiteness can engulf something. That's what that's what that means. Whereas if they somebody were to say I hate black people, they mean they hate black people because our blackness don't engulf shit and make it and make it mainstream. Yeah, I mean, don't you think that like our freedom of speech and freedom of movement is our reparations? Like, <laughs> if if anything, like we should have the ultimate uh, like green light to be able to kind of operate within the lack of racism that we can have hmm. you know what i mean like i think at least that like at the at the bare bare minimum is that what we can operate with yeah freely and and then just not having to explain it that like it's self like watching sue me from beginning to end what is your beef with that other than other than that epic depiction being made and a correlation being made that otherwise wouldn't have been if no one did it let me invert everything that, that... That in a different world, black people would be cops? Tell me tell me more. Help mm-hmm. me understand. What do you say? What do you... No, I mean, like, the in, in the world that he created, mm-hmm. that that would be the profession for, uh, the, for, like, the, for black people. But he took, he took it... He di- it didn't just stop there. It was, like, the... In, the in, Again, the whiteness that is that engulfs pop culture and, the, and sort of the images we get to see. My favorite yeah, part, I like attorneys and yeah, my, that's my that's my favorite yeah. part of the of the video is when the white kid is walking out of the out of the subway and is rushed by all the Wall Street sort of dressed up bros that's bumping him and kind of disregarding his existence. Yeah, it's like up. something as subtle as that tells is 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 enough. It should be enough of enough imagery to understand. How whiteness sort of occupies everything. Yeah, like that's true. How that how how that can be misconstrued and kind of flipped on its head and be disregarded is beyond me. But tr- trust me, it can be. You know what I'm saying? People will find a way to do to do that. Um, so I, I just want to commend bro for for continuing to. to yeah, I like this. I like the symbolism, but I, yeah. I would like to see just like a full video of just white cops arresting white people. Hmm. That's all I want to see. Like, I don't, nigga, we don't need to arrest you, my nigga. We don't give a fuck. But I just want to see <laughs> your people arrest you. I want to see your people harass you. Huh. That'll be great. But that's like the next step. That's a. I feel like that's telling another story. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a different story from this one, but for sure. But I would like to for sure see that imagery. Because you know, there needs to be more of like the the. There needs to be more programming that these things can happen. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you should be just as fearful. Um, as a white person walking this walking this earth, when having to deal with uh, the person that's supposed to be serving the public, mm. as we do, like yeah. when we be walking around, my nigga, like I don't even acknowledge the fact that that's even a thing, <laughs> but there is a thing, you know what I mean? And it'd be nice to, since I operate in a level of freedom myself because I know that I can articulate it. Yeah. Um, I would like this. I would like to see the equal the equal side of that being the fear of walking around this place and not by not by the skin of black people, but of your own race that you have to worry about them 
like you have to like you feel like you have to worry about us hmm. or the, or that we actually have to worry about them Facts. you know what i mean shit like that so that'd be interesting what would also be interesting what's up is if somebody dare try to release tropic thunder to, today <laughs> am i am i alone in remembering that movie to be one of the tropic funniest thunder things i've ever wild, seen boy. it like, is and 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 I also correct in remembering being in on the joke of Robert Downey doing blackface and going, "This is fucking hilarious." Mm-hmm. But understanding that the joke wasn't on black people; it was on Hollywood and and its whiteness. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong in remembering that that way? No, no. definitely. The whole movie is basically in some sort of way making fun of Hollywood. Yeah, when the whole, the entire thing is, and so. Damn, like, shout out to Ben Stiller for that. That's man. a really good point. That entire movie is making fun of Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. And so, so what? So what? That it, was Ben Stiller being anti Hollywood at that point. That mm-hmm. thing is still that way right now. But so that's why that's why he for sure doesn't get the roles he used to get. You know? Where do we land on that story as black men, y'all? Like, I, I I can't let nobody rewrite what that shit meant for me and my niggas in college and watching it every day for like three weeks straight. Laughing hysterically. It was one of the funnier movies, man. And this is before, like, doing drugs and shit. This is just us, like, natural, just, just like, this shit is hilarious, bro. And so now the woke kids are finding it and going, how y'all let how y'all let Robert Downey get away with this? Not understanding. Did they watch it? That That's what I was going to say. Most of them haven't even watched they it. They just seen the memes and shit. They just see the picture. And yeah. they, don't, they don't even understand that there's an actual black actor in there. Yeah. Who's talking shit to him the whole time? The whole movie, yeah. About how Brent, Brandon T don't get enough kudos for that. He acted the fuck out of that role. Yeah. He did. He That's a his, great. He was on his head. I'm not. I'm not tripping. That no. movie was fucking awesome. No, it was a great movie. Definitely. So, so how how much dialogue do we have to enter in with people who who have zero regard for context? I mean, they have the they have the loudest voice. I would say, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the unfortunate part. Like, they got the loudest voices and don't and don't invest anything into the context. Well, they it, just can well, take ignorance some. has the loudest voices. Like, huh. that's just that's just ignorance in general. I think people that don't know what they're talking about speak very loud. Hmm. Like, they are ready. They are ready to argue some shit to the grave. Where you, I think you get exhausted a lot quicker. When you know what you're talking about, because at some point you ignorance is going to win. I don't. I don't. I. I, I feel. Hmm. I don't. I don't I thought, that's that's just me though. I don't. I don't know how y'all feel about that, but arguing till you're blue in the face with somebody who is not even capable of registering what you're saying, or not deciding to become capable to register what you're saying, is. I think a, a a level of insanity is is somewhere in there. And how do you you combat that by just not engaging, right? Is it is it as simple as that? I mean, if you want to keep your sanity, yeah. But some people got that. Some people really just have that gene where they. If they're if they feel right, they want to be right by any means. So you're gonna find some people that probably know what they're talking about that will argue to their blue in the face with somebody that has no clue, and then the person that has no clue is 
probably gonna pick up on the fact that you really care about this topic and I'm about to troll the fuck out you, troll the fuck out <laughs> even further. And I, I would love to see where you where you combust that. You know what I mean? Like, because if you're right and you're willing to argue somebody to the to the death, my nigga, I best believe you're going you're gonna die before the person that's ignorant because they're not putting as much energy into this as you are. What's that saying? You can't argue with a fool. You can't. Because from afar, you can't tell who's who. Yeah. Wise men tell me don't argue with fools because from afar, you can't tell who's who. Huh. Look at that. Damn. This nigga always does this shit because now I'm just like, that's it, that's the mic drop. There's nothing to say beyond that. I always want to go, but then what? Hmm. That and that feels like, that feels like some shit I gotta work on because it ain't it ain't there ain't no and it was like no nigga just don't you just can't engage, you can't it's the Wale shit you just can't, you can't engage, um, it's as simple as that and you kind of gotta let everything else speak for itself, but what are you to do G, but here's the but again, what are you to do and I and and I don't, I don't and I don't know if, uh, this might be rhetorical maybe I'm just present, I'm just throwing it out to throw it to the room but mm-hmm. if we know that alive can circle the world before the truth even gets out the bed mm-hmm. the fuck do what what am I supposed to do with that it feels like I'm losing it feels like I, I could lose the race every day then if I'm just banking on just playing it, playing it the right way. Maybe, maybe, or maybe I'm getting got it fucked up. Maybe playing it the right way ain't the same as not engaging with silly shit. Maybe those are just two different things. Mm-hmm. Huh. I mean, I think they both can operate in the same world, to tell you the truth, because mm-hmm. there, I think we just forget just how many fucking people are out here, bro. Like, there's a lot of people here. So you can still speak the truth. Hmm. Even to the full, but recognize when the full is taking advantage of this situation. Like initially, if you didn't realize that that was a fool that you're talking to, then yes, hit hit them with hit them with your knowledge and truth. But somewhere in that conversation, you're supposed to pick up on where there is no win in this. But you, but you said it. You said the piece to the point for yourself Man. to be okay with it, Man. to be okay with the separation from this particular topic. You don't have to do away with the 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 fool. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think that's the answer. I think they. You still need to. You still need to engage because you don't know if the fool has the strand to at some point become enlightened. You have zero clue. Man. So it's, it's it's still it's still good for you to 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 operate. On, on what your role is in this world, you still be that that light and that force, Facts. and then just meet, you know. And then y'all just meet, and then just see what happens. But keep doing it though, you know what I mean. Yeah. Just like keep keep facing off, just keep facing off. Yeah. But just don't stay engaged for hell long. Like I think the engagement is the problem. Hmm. It's another one is it's like bringing the horse to water but you can't make them drink. Mm. If the fool is the horse, you can give him the knowledge and it's up to him to choose to accept it. But after you give him the knowledge, you don't got to keep trying to push it down their throat. Well, that's, that leads me, because I, I, there's only two more I really want to get to. I want to get to male fragility. Before that, 
What is that top? What is that? Um, that saying like is it was it like gerrymandering? Is that they doing it in the court where they're just where they just keep talking um, in order to allow time to lapse? Mm, that's a hell of a term. Maybe it is. I don't. I, have no I feel idea. like that is what it is. But you can go ahead. I'm just um, uncon. But in that realm, in terms of just retaining information, knowledge, or unconventional genius is 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 something that I've been thinking about lately too. Mm-hmm. Just rethinking what we what we classify as genius and what we're able to identify as genius. Mm-hmm. Um, finishing that Gu- that Gucci autobiography. Yes, sir. There's some genius there, right? Am I wrong in thinking that? Like Not just being all. able to identify yeah. certain shit and as an enigmatic personality. Bro. Yeah, it's fl- it's flawed. Don't get me wrong; it has its shortcomings, but like not by a long shot. Um, and I'd like to say uh, we were talking about Kodak Black last night too. All kind of issues around that kid, um, but the way he sort of set the artists that are on his label up prior to going to going to prison this last time is kind of ingenious. Triple X. Triple X. Unconventional. It doesn't really look like it's not packaged the way you we you, we necessarily want it to be, but it's genius nonetheless. When you get this breaking down lyrics and tactics, uh, I remember the tri- Triple X and his crew talking about um, how the meetings they would have. Um, they would have these before the quarant way before the quarantine. They would have these uh, these Zoom like meetings, G from from people around the world. Mm-hmm. And depending on what region you were in, um, dictated when you would either repost or like or engage with the music. And they just had this cycle of like, it was like, th- it started out with just 30 of them. It was like, yo, the, the, they had figured out the algorithm is like, yo, if we get so many people to engage with this post, the first few seconds it's up, it gets pushed to the top of the algorithm and more people see it. And so they just had this group chatter whenever they shared something and they had cycles, they had content calendars like, yo, this one, we're going to run it. And the shit worked. These are some kids. Mm-hmm. Again, with the unconventional genius. So maybe we got to just rethink um, as we as we re reevaluate the landscape for industries. Right. Where as much as the much of as many as our products are produced overseas, primarily in China, we got to rethink these landscapes and kind of start reevaluating what can be produced here. We can't keep looking at conventional um, education methods and what we identify as like genius. Cause uh, I forget who it was. I forget who it was doing an interview, but it, they tested. So they tested so high but were put, were, but were ultimately put in um, special ed classes. They tested really high for the IQ test, and it did really well in SAT. And you know what I'm saying? Just kind of re, re, rethinking, like, damn, what what can we, what do we deem and determine as 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 genius? And not forget even genius, though, just being smart, uh, emotional t- intelligence. What like we need to reevaluate these things and not make it so universal. And not even the methods of teaching Mad Universal, the 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 places in which these gene the, the the these people these levels of intellect can access for 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 work and support. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we need a new a fresh set of eyes in the in the automotive industry to sort of re repurpose and rethink building cars here. 
Um, it's an industry that's, especially like the electric shit. Maybe we need to rethink that. Um, this fact that iPhones, everybody's got phones, and not are, is there is there a single phone that's made in the states? I don't think so. I don't think so either. That's kind of crazy, man. No, nah, that'd be crazy to make a phone in the states. Yeah. What does that look like? You know, and, and I, I don't I don't know what how many how many how many more jobs is that industry produce? I know a lot of the machinery and, and uh, studio stuff is usually from what, Germany. This last shit. in the states. That's the only thing. They would like you'd have to change policies to be able to do it, but it just wouldn't last. Like the the problem that we come up with with product making is that for you to receive investments, you have to figure out a way to provide. A return on your investment to your to your investors, yeah, and you can't do a lot of that with in-state products. With, There's with, just not enough of a a of margin a, of a There's margin, margin yeah. yeah. And that's the and so, but that's the issue. That's the issue that where you can get labor so dirt cheap in these other countries as they as they're able to keep building and and not to make this as a compete. We are number one sort of thing, but yeah. as you keep outsourcing. These jobs, the the information, the the innov- the in, the innovativeness. Our innovation is the only thing that's saving us. Right. The second we're no longer the innovators of this shit, we're fucked completely. We're fucked. So right now, while we got it, we need to figure out some brilliant fucking. Because these kids that figured out TikTok, TikTok ain't just putting up no video, fam. These kids is fucking doing film editing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not just that's not just a quick upload. And of I, video. I heard that in order to like work TikTok, you gotta be pretty advanced. Come on, man. We gotta rethink these industries. We have to, in order to generate. There's that we there shouldn't be a the shortage of jobs as they are, but the the cost of living is through the roof. So you naturally got to increase the minimum wage. Would actually you have to increase. The 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 um the the right the workers' ability to earn in order to live to compete, but the, you just said it the profit margins aren't enough for the company, so it's just like all right, it comes down to greed, bro. Greed, like they, you gotta put it, you gotta put a cap, but you know, we're a capitalist state, so you can't put a cap on capitalist things. country, capitalist yeah, capitalist country, I mean, so you can't put you can't put a uh, you can't put a cap on it, so. Naturally, they're just going to try to get as much as possible because they're looking at something completely different. Like the list that they're looking at mm-hmm. is nuts. Like when you start looking at in the world, you are in the top 1,000 in the entire world. Yeah. That's a whole nother group that we don't have any clue Facts. about. Facts. You know what I mean? Like the what they operate, how they operate is so much so different from the rest of the landscape. Yeah. So it's it, it's 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 so it's so many factors, bro. Yeah. Like uh like special like uh specialists talk about the um the uh the the radio station. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that that stuff right there, like it's 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 so much money involved, it's crazy. Yeah. Like they, that Ad dollars driving everything. Everything, and we, and we keep we keep overlooking that step. He's like, "Yo, want to be in the music industry? Are you aware how advertising works? Are you aware how ad dollars work? Ad dollars make this motherfucker go. The presidential election is centered around ad dollars. The news shows your grandparents consume on twenty four hour watch is is gener- is is dependent upon ad." Revenue. Bro, Who's I was spending just, the most money with me. I was just looking at the the My Pillow guy. Yeah. Uh, that was yeah. 
That yeah. was a that crack, was a crack junkie, uh, and then he yeah. uh, that he, he became a um, from crack to uh, three hundred mil. <laughs> but uh, but that his company put a hundred million dollars into infomercials, yep. and that equated to making his net worth what it was yep. was the amount of money that they drove into this one part of marketing for them that uh, that that showed the results that they were looking for, which is nuts. Bro, you, if you gonna play, play. Go hard or go home. If you gonna play, play. That's don't why, have, don't have a big baller band thing was so important. Don't have a little bit of debt. Have a lot of debt. Fuck hey, it, man. What, they're not gonna let that, bro. <laughs> they're not gonna let nothing happen to you. You owe them folks too much money. <laughs> <laughs> they're not gonna let shit happen to you. Um, male fragility, G. I, I'm, I need you to lead this. For a couple reasons, hmm. but most importantly, because I, I when we when we don't have women here for these discussions, I I I feel away because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be able to censor them. Like when, once we start, I'm not gonna be able to stop. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna say some shit that's gonna offend somebody. This is gonna happen because it's we shooting the shit just like it's the fellas, and that's what happens. It's like yo niggas talk like this, but it's tr- it's the it. I feel like there is something beneath the surface that I hope uh, I hope our listenership can gauge, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so. Like like they fuck with us as far as like they fuck with they fuck with the show, but they also like fuck with us, like yeah. fuck with our personalities because I think they do know uh, like our heart is in a good place. But I I for sure know that the like the women that listen to this show. They have a hard time, man. No, but they—they definitely. I mean, I've—I've I've gotten it over uh, so many topics, so many, so many topics, but definitely over like um, feminism and like. <laughs> Do we get that wrong every time for that? Bro, like I like I I did label myself as a feminist, but then I on some topics I am so overwhelmingly <laughs> myself on like a African American straight male. That shit exudes out of me on certain topics. So naturally, there's no fucking way that I could even recognize a feminist uh, angle from this particular topic, given who, given who I who I came from, and what I was, uh, what I was, what was put in front of me from a young age. Bro, I'm walking back so many things that like doesn't even like you know like I'm working I'm constantly working on that but it still just comes out as as much as I would like to you know be all know all and 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 be all for uh for for women it's it's kind of tough in some topics but cuz I cuz I got hit over the head over that for the uh for the draft night shit the draft night shit what happened to draft night like 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 how the uh how the women were acting on draft night did you really? Yeah, because I highlighted I highlighted the uh, the woman's actions instead of like how the uh, like how how the male put the the female in that type of situation. You know what I mean? So we always highlight what the woman did in a lot of those topics. Cause, and I just I just say it because that's just funny. That like <laughs> it's as simple as like that. it was simple as that. Like that's the funnier angle. But then <laughs> but then they're like so. But why is that funny? You know what I mean? Like that's because you you are. You've, the nuance of it is hilarious at this point because you have to recognize how ridiculous it is from from now. So, you know, right? Damn. So, like, it it it. 
I was like, you got a point. You got a point. You got a point. Fuck. You know what I mean? It did like that. That's that kind of took you down a wormhole. So this 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 is how we got here. No, I got here. I, I got here because it, yeah, this is actually how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I got here because like when in the middle of that conversation, I was trying to highlight that I'm probably the worst of advocates for for male, for men. Because I will call out all men at all times for whatever the hell their actions are. You know what I mean? Like I am that I'm I'm that gung ho when it comes to holding men accountable because I think men need to be held accountable more often and should not look towards the victim side of things um, as we tend to do because all of the shit, pretty much everything is set up for us to be wrong in a lot of these in a lot of these equations right so we, we tend to act that way when we're dealing with women but uh i i feel like that's a cop out so i feel like we 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 don't put enough um enough on ourselves on that one hmm. but uh the the male for, for uh fragility came in uh where i was thinking of let me just get back to the topic real quick but i was thinking about um like how easy it is for us to te- like because we're we're so ego driven. How easy it is to play around with that and um, become become cold and and uh, then look at the our counterpart as like our possession. Hmm. You know what I mean. So that that kind of came that kind of came together for me from the from being a fragile from being fragile in the first place to put a possession code on another human being because you can't you you can't take um you can't take getting to know and understanding everything about this other individual which we've talked about that before when it mm-hmm. came to how how much we are for everything that our guys do but then we'll we'll treat our women counterparts as as complete shit but we spend so much time with them mm. we spend so much time with them treating them as shit and mm. then we'll go with our with our dudes and like their shit their shit those things yeah you know what i mean like it's a weird dynamic that we deal with but that's because we we get into those into those moments we're basically just massaging each other's egos mm. and we need the we need our our uh women counterpart to therefore massage it as well and if they give us any any draw, good any cop push, bad cop yeah yeah they give us any they give us any pushback on that like nah actually man, you just wasn't shit you today know, you know what I, I i've i've thought about that lately huh. the 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 fight that the black woman kind always kind of kind of has to be the bearer of bad news, like is associated with such doom and gloom. All right, all right, my nigga, here I'm. I'm here to hold you accountable. Fuck, here we go. Mm-hmm. And kind of just has to wear that. It's like, oh man, she's associated with no fun. That that's fucked up. Naturally, it's a fucked up place to be. How, how quick? How quickly your mind goes to that? Like, she. She's she's here to, she's here to suck, all the, yeah. suck the life out of me. Yeah, yeah. But you go into it doing that, no, like no, no. like as soon as as soon as it becomes a co cohabitation situation is the moment that life starts getting sucked out, hmm. and it's and it's weird that that's how our association works. 
So I, I, just naturally that just it, it just popped up because I I I was just dealing with it when I like uh, talk to men about stuff, right? Mm. Um, or that they're bringing up, or if they're posting it, or whatever hell it is, it tends to it tends to go on the side of you know uh, uh, overwhelming confidence, right? Mm. But it's wrapped it's wrapped around uh, a heavy level of insecurity because of how it's being presented. Yeah, you know what I mean, like I. And that's going towards uh, a, a woman, uh, uh, going towards a woman. Like, why is there so much anger towards women? Well, Monty used to say this shit all the time. He goes, uh, we, we hate we, the, the country as a whole, he, he would say, hate women. And that shit used to, it made me uncomfortable when he said it. He's like, by the numbers, it's got to be true. Just by the numbers alone, it's got to be true. And I was like, damn. And it, it, it and I think it bothered me so much because you want to do the 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 thing that bothers me the most that men do is like, oh, man, I was raised by my mama, my sisters. And but I do it all the time and don't even realize that I'm doing it. I couldn't I couldn't be toxic because I was nigga. You're probably the worst. Mm. You know, it's the it's the and it's the equivalent of the white dude going. I got black friends. I know what they're going through. <laughs> I understand. No, you don't. Man. Shut up. you do it all the time you know um but i know with spending so much time with my my sister especially because nana's personality type is like mad specific so the way she navigates the world is is impressive because she's strong she's strong confident and articulate and people go those are great qualities to have not for a black woman like they're great they're great qualities for a black woman to have but it it doesn't guarantee an it easier put, path it puts, for it a black be, woman it puts you behind other yeah. women that wouldn't that would that are yeah. that are docile that can kind of play the role that can code switch if you're a black woman that's smart confident and don't code switch god bless you you got to fight ahead of you you're intimidating you intimidate you're into you oh, you too strong for your own good i've heard niggas say that to 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 women and and i'm i've never been more confused in my life you're too strong for your own. What the fuck does that mean? And that goes that goes back to me constantly being hard on men. Like, I I, I don't care. I'm probably gonna get killed for it. But I am constantly hard on men because of how fragile that sounds. Like how weak that sounds, bro. Yeah. That shit is weak, it's weak. bro. It's That's weak. weak as it's fuck. It's weak. weak, bro. You are living in a glass house, my man. What? <laughs> what? I have to be strong, nigga, because you're weak. <laughs> Bro, like, <laughs> you're too strong for your own good. Yes, nigga, because you're weak. What the fuck do you mean? Why am I, why are you too strong for your own good? That's, that's, that's the point. I'm compensating for what is, isn't there. And Bro, then the, Amy Winehouse said, you should be stronger than me. It meant it. Bro, like her entire song was outlining that, bro, you are fragile. Yep. And I have to play the role that I was taught was yours. Yeah. And it's fucking me up. Yeah. Because I I want to be with you, but how can I when I'm playing your role traditionally? But the, but but to 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 utter the great Patrice O'Neill's language, it's like that's the type of time niggas gotta show up on. Like I'm here to do, I'm here to do what the fuck a man is supposed to do, and I know we get weird about those, though the the labeling and all that, but there is there's something that can that cannot 
be discounted for in a, in a hetero relationship, I will say. Um, and this isn't diminishing anyone. This isn't treating anyone less than. For you niggas that feel like she's too strong for her own good, you show up and, 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 and watch what happens. Like, oh, that don't always guarantee that. It's going to be some pushback. That's, okay, we, here we are back at the excuses again. Just show up and be that. And it's like, oh, she ain't allowed me enough space. She didn't allow you enough space. Nick, what? She, di- she didn't allow me enough space to be the man I needed to be. All right, man. You got it. I can't argue with you on that one. If that's, if that's where you're going to land at. And that's not to say that it doesn't happen. But it also is to say, let you? Yeah. I don't know. You got to be upfront and not take other people on those journeys with you, I guess. I mean, that would just have to be a journey that you actually got to be on, though. Like, if you're just using that to, like, to to mask the fact that, nigga, I'm never going to be that person. Like, nigga, I'm never about to, I'm never about to be strong. I'm gonna come across as strong because that's cause, uh, to and, my niggas, and that's where and that's where the issue lies. There's a lot of people. Um, man, I, I tell you, I've had I've had a, a, an extreme um, sort of dynamic and run uh, with relationships and like people that have gone beyond the traditional, like, oh, this is my girl, like some. Some some borderline if 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 people subscribe to that shit some people you you can identify as like friends for for a lifetime type shit whether whether you're still in contact in communication or not mm-hmm. but the amount of shit I was able to learn in in unveiling certain parts of me and what I realized is that the the what what there is a lack of opportunity is what there is a lack of presentation is pre, is presenting exactly who you are. Mm-hmm. There's the mask of the mask that comes with courtship, people presenting themselves to be something that they aren't necessarily. And then as that mask comes down, go, why this person don't fuck with me no more? Hmm. Nigga, because you wore a mask in the beginning. Now that that shit's coming off, I see you for real. Fuck we doing? Mm-hmm. I didn't sign up for this part. Should have kept it a buck from from go. Now we're here and it wouldn't be as confusing. And that happens. It, that, that's not even that's not gender specific. Everybody sort of does it. Um, or you could just fake it till you make it. Like, you, can it always, like, you can always, you can always do if, that. If that wasn't, if that wasn't who you was starting out, but you were able to get somebody off of faking it, then best believe you should look at all the rest of it as as time that you need to make up. Like nigga, now I gotta get to that person that I acted as if I was. So let me just keep working at that each time and and keep. Showing a mask until it actually is who I am, and before long, nigga, that'll actually be you, or they'll just never pick up on the fact that that was you. Simple as that. It's that simple. But folks be punting it. Shit start getting hot. They be like, nigga, that's not me. That ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. I didn't mean it. I, that, I'll be that, right back. That, I, I, that, 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 as a matter of fact, uh, <laughs> shit, I gotta work on something. Um, I would do one more. We can go. Uh, don't get too high where you can't meet your neighbors, y'all. <laughs> I just uh, just just as a suggestion to the wise, like especially during now, like I got so high the other night and just took my, 
I did my normal walk and then tried to get adventurous and added some shit and ended up in a part of this area. I was like, oh, this is creepy. And I look creepy walking it. I need to get in the house <laughs> fast. These people don't know me. Oh, this is weird. But of course, it, they probably weren't thinking about it like that. But that's how I was receiving. It's like, oh. But you, everything is heightened when you load it. You walked into the wrong neighborhood, money? Dog. It may, being adventurous when you hide. Because everything is motherfucking uh, Mission Impossible. Right. Yo, so if something happened, I'm going to scale this wall. And then I'm going to roll on the car. And I got a fully loaded. Nigga, you don't have a gun, first of all. So <laughs> what, what are you talking about? And you can't scale a wall. Nigga, what are you talking <laughs> But in my mind, oh, I had it mapped out. I had exit strategies. Nobody's following you. My phone might be tapped. Sir, you probably shouldn't smoke no more. Or at, or at the very least, don't go outside. <laughs> don't take no walk. I but then, the wall, though. But then you come back and you're so liberated for you. Like, yes, nigga, that was awesome. Let's do it again. No, please don't do it again. <laughs> don't, don't. Uh, did somebody put the meme up about the first time you do edibles and it's like, yo, uh, don't, it, I forget what it was, but the concept was like, Everybody's first time on edible, they overdo it. I don't feel it yet. Every time you say that, it's gonna be bad. Uh, yeah. uh, more I, names will remain anonymous, but a really dear friend of the show um, is an excellent cook, and uh, my first time having brownies made gourmet weed brownies. Hmm. So normally in a brownie, you can taste it. Like I'd, I'd had, I'd had a little taste of one before. And it was so potent, a little crumb. I was like, I'm not eating no more. This is too, it tastes like weed. I don't want, it's not good. These were the opposite. Mm. These taste like motherfucking brownies. And it had the nerve to put some ice cream on it. So ate like a quarter of the pan. Mm. And was like, nigga, he's good. Mm. 30 minutes go by. I don't feel nothing. The worst words ever uttered in life. Let me get another quarter of the pan. Oh, shit. Yo, I I saw spaceships on Bankhead, literally, <laughs> literally. I was in my bathroom in the bathtub doing cool runnings, for real. <laughs> feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme, <laughs> like doing the turns and everything, nigga. In the bathroom, tripping. And then my last grandstand was like, whatever, whatever you do, bro, just don't go hot. Just just don't go up. Like, don't hit no rooftops. Gee. My last attempt at, like, getting my life back together was like, I'm going to go get some air. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The air hit, for whatever reason, the air hits you. The, the, the weed is in your bloodstream. So that's the thing you don't know at the time. So it's it, so it ain't, ain't nothing going to help. Right. No. Other than just letting it pass. You just got it. You just got to let it pass. But air, for whatever reason, makes it worse. Oh, my God. And then that that picture of the uh, the Mexican kid where he look at himself in the mirror and the, the, the he's looking back at the camera but the niggas still looking at him that happened to me for real, so I'm like yo. So my last effort to save my life because somebody was coming to kill me, <laughs> I went in my room. I have a roommate at the time and I had a study group at my house. That that's how fucked up it was. I had a study group for a criminal justice, uh, a criminal law midterm that was at. I was hosting the, the study. <laughs> I went in the room and because somebody was trying to kill me, I barricaded the door. Like put everything in front of the door. Like everything. This is great. Went in the room, stripped because I'm like, yo, if they come, I just seen, I just watched prison break. So I was like, (laughs) 
nigga, you're supposed to strip naked, nigga, and fight because the guards don't touch you. So that's really what was happening in my mind. So I stripped naked, barricaded the door, and then just waited. And <laughs> this is where it gets cra- crazy. Then proceeded to yell at the top of my lungs for help. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what? You, don't, that's, you, you think that's how that's supposed to go? It's not how that's supposed to go. Damn. So, needless to say. Don't, don't, niggas, eat, don't yeah. eat half the pan. Yeah, don't eat half the pan. Nah. Damn. Yeah. That that's, happened. That's sick with it. I'm alive. I'm here to tell a story, though. We've all had them. <laughs> Man. Like a, like, a, like a partner of mine talk about this is his first time doing shrooms and shit. And like, they get, and you did it where? Around buildings? Oh, yeah. No. Nope. Nigga, what was, what was your decision making no, at, bro? Like, nigga, you must have been wildin'. Nigga, if you don't go find an open meadow somewhere, just go touch some grass. An open st- meadow. Bro, just go touch some grass, see some hills. I was about to say, get one with nature. Bro, <laughs> trees and shit. You get to see, like, leaves grow. Oh, man. What, uh, you guys, anything? Anything left you want to leave the people with? Nah, no bingeables. Oh, yeah. What did anything, I watch this anything, week? Anything good? What did I watch this week? I just started watching that show, um, Upload, on Amazon. Oh, I just saw the previews for that. Yeah. How is it? So far, the first... Two two episodes seem pretty cool, so I think I'm gonna keep watching it, see where it goes. Damn, I didn't watch TV. Look interesting. That's crazy. You was on a reading tip. Yeah, but I. Huh. All right. Well, I'm still on Dexter, so I'm like. Oh, you did I'm, start I'm, Dexter. I'm over. back. I'm back around. Do you point. still feel the same? It's actually even better now. Is just it really? Just because I I know more about stuff, so like it's. Like seeing uh, it, seeing some it of now, the, like it's like I, I get all the feelings. Some stuff. of so the references, like, yeah. Like I, I it's, uh-huh. it's all it's all different now. I never thought about that. Yeah. So they're doing they're doing the rewatchables on the Ringer with uh, Jamel Hill and um, Van Van uh, Latham, hey. and who are two the, two of my favorite people to hear yeah, talk I at like uh, Van both Van and Jamel. But they're doing a rewatchables of the Wire. Um, the Sopranos was on somewhere the other day at one of the studios. And I was like, maybe I should rewatch The Sopranos. And then I was like, oh, no. I wonder how it aged. And then The Wire, for whatever reason, in my mind, didn't age well. But I just watched it five years ago. And it was fine. Like, I think just how it's shot, it feels it feels aged on The Wire, at least. Yeah. Like, that's how I felt about, uh, about Oz. You rewatch Oz? No, I started watching like the first few episodes. I couldn't continue to watch it. Okay, hey, Frank like, said Frank said he watched he rewatched all of it, and he said it was like it's just trippy. But I was like, I don't think I could rewatch Oz right now. No, I'm not watching yeah. Oz. But, and it's too too long. I was watching that, but yeah, no. At least this this one, I just like seeing like the you know the going through like the police force and like how the uh, how it works from like each level is interesting. And then yeah, yeah. But um yeah, that's all I've been that's all I've been doing. I got I got some books I need to be reading, but been doing that. What you about you, Lex? Shit. Other quick random shout out to Netflix. They uploaded a whole bunch of old kung fu movies from like that early eighties to mid eighties. So did I I miss, I think I missed the whole kung fu thing. Most people did, but for me, it was like the, so you remember them as a, like they were you were fans of the kung fu movies as a kid? 
some of them, the ones I can remember watching, mm-hmm. even though I was like six. So by then they were already 10 years old, yeah. 12 years old, but I had two older brothers, so they would force me and beat me up and make me watch them. <laughs> so were you, how were you with the Kung Fu movies? G? Mm, I didn't really watch too many Kung Fu movies. Yeah. I, I only Kung- watched like the popular ones. Like I would probably, you know, into the dragon and all that shit. Yeah. Like, Bruce so, Leroy. Yeah. Bruce Leroy for sure. That was a mess though. Cause, uh, all on accident. This is like my your dad just pops is watching him. So I'll, all right, man, I'll watch it. Like that wasn't Apollonia, was that? that was name? Apollonia is in. Uh, is it Apollonia or is it Vanity? No, Apollonia is a uh, is a prince. Print, uh, the purple rain. Yeah. yeah, I think it's Vanity. Huh? Vanity. 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 Vet, which has a cold story, bro. She man, how did how did her story go like that? So tragic. Yeah. Damn. So tragic. Yeah. It was just the it was just moving too fast. I have no yeah. idea. It, I, she must have came from like a small town or something like that, and then Hollywood just ate her ass up. Yeah, that's how it goes. The bad ones that come from like somewhere tucked, tucked, and then get out there, and then get out there. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Man. I don't know. I, I think. Nah, it do. Yeah. It's just <laughs> we, like we I'm a dude playing a dude described as a man. What the? Hey, you know who would do it too? It'd be like a director. Oh, facts. Or like a producer, like somebody that was behind the scenes, but hella connected. Turn her out. Turn her out real quick. Man. Turn her out quick. That's got to be the story of Hollywood. Has anybody has anybody done that? Never mind. Say that off. <laughs> um, if we don't have anything else, fellas, get out of here. On that note. Uh, here go your dude, buddy. Okay. We're not going to do this. Not on, not on the pod. Not on the pod. It was bad enough in the group chat the other day. We're not going to do this. Um, it's been another episode of Meet the Brave. I'm Monty Draper. I'm LG. Lex B-U-B. And we'll see y'all next week. Love, love. Yes. <laughs>